Hello, dear sweet baby listener. This is Alan Newton, one of your beloved parasocially attached hosts of the Goat Games podcast. Um, if this is your first episode, you can ignore this message. You can just skip ahead 20 seconds and get to the good stuff. But if you've been a regular listener, this message is for you. You may have noticed a significant gap between the last episode and this one, and that is entirely my fault. I had some life stuff come up that made it both good and bad life things that made it kind of difficult to um, record and edit over the past month or so. Um, The good news is that should be pretty much done and we should be back to our regular monthly schedule. So yeah, sorry about that gap. We are now gapless. We minded the gap and then said, screw you to that gap. And now we are back to being no gaps. So we should be back on our monthly ske- our uh, once a month schedule. Look for our episodes towards the beginning of the month. And if we get the time and resources to do so, we might actually start recording, uh, put out more episodes. I know we've been teasing that for a while and we are still teasing. This is still a tease. You know, we're, we're just big flirts. We can't commit to anything. You know, who we are, but you love us. Okay. Anyway, um, I'll do all the other upfront stuff here too. Uh, goat games is very spoiler heavy for every game that we play. So if you don't want resident evil Two spoiled for you, then don't listen. We recommend going to listen to one of the other podcasts. If that tickles your fancy, one of our podcast episode, never recommend listening to any other podcast, but ours it's dangerous. Don't do it. Um, what else do I say? I think I say something like, you know, uh, we have strong language. So if you're a, a child or have, you know, very sense, very sensitive social mores, don't listen to that either. Um, but, uh, is that all I normally say? I don't know. I don't, I think that's it. That's it. Right. That's enough. You've heard enough from me. Um, yeah. All right. Buckle up. Let's go. All righty. Are we ready to talk about the game? Let's do it. Uh, there's a cold open in there somewhere. Unless something, someone else has something else they want to talk about or screech about <laughs> into the void. I'm good. We are, we talked about me and babies and maternity wards and, and all that jazz. I am good. I yeah. do not need to get You're, canceled today. <laughs> you know, I've got you on. You're already, once this episode drops, you will be on several watch lists. Your life will change drastically. And then the network's gone. And the network's going to be gone. <laughs> network's gone that's that goes without saying uh, the network's been gone since we've been on the, on the network i don't know if you've been paying attention but we are at, we are we are not we are currently taking uh, the network acceptable and polite podcasting company um yeah it's my kind but, of company um, that's right Ooh, okay there, um, there is one one oh, little thing okay because i you right, guys should be proud of me i'm playing an old ass game that Ooh, no one asked which me to one? play Ooh. Yeah, I love it when you play ass games. Go ahead. <laughs> I've been playing through Zelda: A Link to the Past, Ooh, and I almost nice. beat it. It's funny how you had to like think about it. Like, oh, what's that game called? Oh, man. Which, uh, which title it was? My, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called. <laughs> no, I'm trying to get the title right because it's the only one that always stands out in my head is Ocarina because that's the one I've played a lot, but. I never played the mm-hmm. ones before that. So, what playing did you that, do this? I was bored and I couldn't decide between Castlevania or a, just an old classic Zelda. So, I just rolled the dice and went with Zelda. And uh, it's been kind of fun. I thought I was going to beat it today and I beat the fake boss. 
So now I have to go find the real bosses. So there's a lot more game than I thought there was. Wow. Uh, oh, which yeah. Kind of fun, says Q about. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd be proud of me, okay? <laughs> no, I'm, I am. I'm actually am proud of you that you have chosen games that are de- good and delightful and beloved as opposed to just more like angry, toxic, uh, like gamer rage fuel. Um, I'm proud of you. I am. I'm always proud of you, Q. I'm proud of each of you. You too, Matt. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> Thank you. This is getting too wholesome. Yeah, you're right. We better we start. Bring, <laughs> we need to bring, bring, bring it back down. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Anybody have anything else like they need to do? Does anyone need to go, to go, to the, go to the potty? Does anyone need to do anything? Because we're about to launch into it. Tried to make sure I was um, good. So. Okay. I think I'm okay right. at this point. I'm just going to have to pee myself. So. <laughs> yeah, that's we encourage that on the goat games. We um if you we if your There's- chair's not wet by the end of the recording, you've done something wrong. It's Figio, and welcome to Goat Games, where we only play the best games. On Goat Games, we take a look at games that are widely considered, quote-unquote, the greatest of all time, and talk about them. Are they great? What makes them great? Or are they just overrated? Let's find out. I'm your host, Alan Newton. You can find me on twitch.tv backslash figgy underscore O. I am joined today by Q. Yo, what's up? People, I'm Q, aka Rat, aka Rat Parade, aka King of the Triforce, and oh, um, okay, it's it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me on as your special honored guest. Says the man who literally could not remember the most famous 2D <laughs> Zelda of all time, <laughs> King of the Triforce. The hubris on this one. Um, Okay, thank you, Q. Um, I am joined today also by Rob. Yeah, uh, Rob, Super Captain Rob on Twitch. I'm a variety streamer, accidental just chatter, and man who has been repeatedly berated by Slippy the Frog on my streams. He just keeps calling in and swearing at me every stream. (laughs) Wow. Um, Hey, you leave Slippy alone. He's calling me. We stand Slippy in this house, okay? Um. Yeah. So wait how how is he how is he calling you? I actually also just played Star Fox sixty four. I made a little um, I made a little bot that takes audio from the N sixty four game of Slippy, uh, and I cut uh-huh. his audio into chunks, and the bot like picks little chunks of his audio out, and like they didn't lip sync any of the audio in Star Fox sixty four. You know, his mouth just like does this, yeah. and it plays audio behind uh-huh. it, which makes it really easy to then take those chunks of audio and play them in random order. And I realized that um, whenever Slippy says Fox, if you have no context around it, it sounds like he's shouting, fuck. Um, so, so he just calls in. I have him set on a timer, so he'll just like call me at random times. I'm just like chilling on stream, and then Slippy will just show up and start shouting profanity. And um, it's wow. a lot of fun. Have you, have you monetized this? This uh, yeah, is a million but, dollar idea. It's <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, if you. I would. There's a certain subset of people that would pay a lot of money to have Slippy 
I would do it. Them. That's I would do it. A, there you go. Well, yeah. If, if y'all want to know how to do it, I'm more Name than happy price. to help you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can I get it? For, can I get it in a size Peppy? Can I get the the uh, Peppy to scream at me? And... Yeah, absolutely. You just need to cut up the Peppy audio, and then you're good to well, go. Yeah, and he he curses like a sailor, so that should be real easy. That's true. Um. <laughs> okay, and then uh, I'm joined by Steve. Yep, my name's Steve. Steve for cheese on Twitch. Uh, I also made a, I, I, I know, watch this. I made a TikTok. Oh, wow. I am a TikTok gamer now. I'm going to start nice. doing I had super edgy dances and no, I'm not, but, uh, <laughs> okay. no, you promised if, if you had a hundred followers, no, I didn't dance promise. I considered promising. Uh-oh. There's a difference. There's a no. difference. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You weaselly little. There's a considered promise that once we reach a certain amount of follows, which we don't even have a number, but once we reach a certain amount of followers, yeah, yeah. But are you there? Had you hit a hundred? That didn't count. That was Rob's got. I was talking about something else. (laughs) I was talking about how much money I wish I had. I wish I had a (laughs) hundred dollars. No, no. Okay, we'll have to play back the tapes. What is the one TikTok? If someone could clip it to me and find it, then maybe I'll consider doing it. Maybe. What's the one TikTok you've made? Uh, I've made a bunch. It's actually kind oh, I thought of you a, said you made one. No, I've made. Uh, you know what? I, they're just for clips on, of streams or yeah. whatever. Uh, my favorite one was from this. Well, there's a there's a couple ones. I, I basically like I streamed this game, and there were so many clippable moments in this. Yeah, that I just posted them all on TikTok. But I think my favorite one is when uh, spoilers for the game uh, when Ada dies. Oh yeah, or uh-huh. falls off the the walkway or whatever, and I, and I put nice, uh, I put the Titanic music behind it. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. It was watching it live was, was perfection. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because I, I I played the music live, but then when I um, on my vods and on my clips, all my music's muted, so I had to re-add the the soundtrack to it. Oh yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. to really get the. Uh, the mood, because if if the soundtrack wasn't there, it was just me shouting in silence, and, <laughs> which, which is a totally different. <laughs> no, uh, that's what the people want. Mood we're going for. So, but yes, that's I, I have a TikTok. I I don't even know how you can find me, Steve for Cheese. Probably, I don't know how this website works. Come tell me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I tried TikTok for a little bit too uh, Ooh, back in fig-talk. the day. TikTok. Yeah, it's right there. The branding's great, but the content was not, so it went nowhere. <laughs> but, um, and we are joined today by our special guest, uh, Matt. Yeah, special. Uh, hi, I'm Matt, everybody. Um, thank you so much for having me uh, on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, I, I don't have one. a cool Twitch or anything. I don't have a. <laughs> I don't have a cool Twitch or anything. Um, I, I'm. I'm. Really do you have a lame cool Twitch? I. I don't. I, I, nothing. I got. Oh. <laughs> uh, it took me a second. That's there. okay. Um. I got. Yeah. I. I'm not cool at all. So. Uh. Yeah. Hey, you got podcasts though. Yeah, he podcasts. Yeah, 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 cool? Is that? Is it? That, I yeah, that cool? Stan no. eats sleep, sleep list. That's a cool show. Yeah, I do like so, eat sleep list. <laughs> yeah, eat sleep list is one. Of, is is a is a gem. Um. 
I'm slowly compiling my list for every episode so that Good. if I'm so that when the if I'm ever on I can just list like 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 600 Go items of <laughs> my favorite. Here, let me give you my everything. list for the other episode. Yes, that's exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I appreciate uh, it. I appreciate it. This is the yeah. 60 hour figgy fest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely listen to Eat Sleep list and um Matt Matt is the uh he he it runs the network that this that this podcast that you're listening to right now is on so um everyone be nice otherwise uh he will delete the podcast he's the pod father <laughs> I really so. could it, it doesn't take long and I'm really good at making mistakes so I'd be more than happy to uh, swipe to the left and, and just hit the trash can icon. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's so easy. I've seen the interface. It's it's like like it, it, you could accidentally sneeze and then delete like a hundred hours of my life. Just <laughs> yeah, that I put into me. Yeah. So um, so he's great. He's awesome, and and I, I we love him, and the, you know we're not we're not going to make him angry. All of his opinions no. are correct and we, if he thinks this game's a goat or not it's just that's the one we're going with so uh, yeah, I, I, fully I like agree the cut whatever it is Matt yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I made a baby cry four times yesterday Ooh, oh wow! Wow! Okay, yeah. coming in okay. hot with the child abuse energy. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I, you... I, it's my cousin's baby. I was really excited to, to 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 see her, and I said hello, and she cried, and then I oh, said hello um... again, and she cried again, and then uh, I tried to play peekaboo, <laughs> and I, I scared her, and she cried again, and there might have been one more occasion, but uh, that was my Sunday. That was my Sunday night. So that's like a Sunday yeah, well spent. So I... I have a similar problem where babies just know that I'm bad news. Um, I, like, <laughs> I have a similar thing where if I come near a baby, they just are like, no, not that one. And they immediately start screaming. Um, so you and I are of the same ilk, I think, of just um, baby repellers. Um, and not because of me, not for trying. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you. I don't know, but I you know I try to be nice to the babies. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like, you know, was my was I smile like it was it creepy? You know, like was it like did I, did <laughs> I startle the child? But, could be. I thought I showered well enough, but apparently not. Yeah, I think it's some kind of pheromone that people like you and I give off that babies just know, like like a wolf. Your hunter's like must. <laughs> you do yeah. have hunter's such must. a severely threatening vibe, Figgy. Every time yeah. you're around, I'm just like, yep, that's. That's a man who can do some harm right there. You can feel it through the Discord call. Um, you can smell it through the Discord call. <laughs> um, do, do you have any children of your own, Matthew? I do not, Ma- unfortunately. Mateus. Not yet. Not yet. But uh, someday, hopefully. No, yeah, um, yeah. And I can't wait to make that child cry, too. <laughs> hey, how was your day at school? Just crying. <laughs> or use the baby like a shield to mask your scent from other babies, so they are not. So that you, you just like wear it on your chest, and then it masks the the, the hunter's musk that we've talked about. That so then you can approach other babies. That's okay. true. I don't know true. how much we should talk about you approaching other babies. <laughs> uh, you know, just for normal reasons. If you have anything. to camouflage some sort of scenario where you're trying to sneak through a maternity ward, I don't know what brought you to that place. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> 
fraternity wards take that very seriously, actually. <laughs> no, that's a, a huge thing. Sneaking through a fraternity ward. <laughs> it's like a Metal Gear Solid mission. <laughs> wow. You never know. You know, sometimes you know. Sometimes you know you're not going to have to sneak through a maternity <laughs> ward. There's something that you know. Sometimes you know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, okay, so, uh, let's see, where are we in my little thingy? Um, excellent. Okay, so let's go ahead. So, um, we start the episode by going round robin and kind of talking about our experience with this game, our history of this game. Is this a game that you kind of played a lot of? Are you playing it for the first time? Um, so, I will start Do with... Do we want to talk about, like, history of just this game or of Resident Evils in general? Right. Shoot, I keep messing up do, the don't order. Don't we do the elevator pitch first? We, we do, do the elevator yep. pitch first, guys. <laughs> I'm confused on all of the order now. Are you sure? No, we- I know. Okay, so the proper order... I put the wrong order on my thing because I wrote a special thing I like thing Rat's idea last year. We should change it up. No, I know. Start with, I, yeah. is it a go first? Yeah, <laughs> let's start with, let's get the goat out of the way. Let's just... Yeah. Hold on. I'm putting in... I'm, this is why it happens, because I made a special document for me, and I fucked it up. So, one second. Uh, oh, okay. <clears throat> okay, so starting over... <clears throat> That's a great joke that someone just told. Um, on this podcast, we like to do a quick elevator pitch on the, um, on the history of this game. And today... Um, our very special Q slash rat is going to do the elevator pitch. But before that, a word from our sponsors. Why, hello there, and welcome to Umbrella. Imagine, if you will, a world without hunger, without homelessness, a world without disease and sickness. Imagine a world in perfect harmony. Well, Here at Umbrella, we strive to make that world a reality. With just one of Umbrella's many medical breakthroughs, we are on a clear path to curing the world of autoimmune diseases. With the technology to even regenerate dead cells, and someday, we aim to eliminate sickness and even death. But if that's not enough to get you on board with a better tomorrow, you only need to look at Raccoon City. What was once a dilapidated city on the decline, Umbrella's presence has transformed Raccoon City into one of the safest places to live. Boasting a thriving metropolis full of commerce with a brand new state-of-the-art medical facility, a fully revamped police station, and its very own zoo. So, catch a ride on one of our state-of-the-art tram stations and see for yourself. When Umbrella's around... There's a better tomorrow. (laughs) Wow. Big thanks to our sponsors who, through their support, make this show possible. All right, Q, go ahead with your elevator pitch. 
Resident Evil, as we know it in the West, or Biohazard in Japan, was released in 1996 by Capcom on the PlayStation and quickly became the flagship model for horror games, coining its own terms such as the survival horror genre and tank controls, Resident Evil was unlike any horror experience in video game history up to that point. And on top of that, zombies are back, baby. And these flesh-eating monsters are here to haunt your dreams for the next few decades, with dozens of sequels, movies, Netflix series, comic books, and novels. Resident Evil has become an innovator and paragon in the horror genre. And Resident Evil 2 and its subsequent remake in 2018 is no exception. Very nice. Fantastic. Very nice. Doll. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Hugh. That was wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm blown away by the amount of time y'all put into these things because when it's my Setting turn... Setting the bar. Tick- He's setting the bar. <laughs> That's right. Yes. I mean, we, 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 all of you have set the bar so many times. We raise the ways. bar and Ficky drags it back down. And That's we right. <laughs> bring us back down to earth. <laughs> you guys need someone it. to bring it back down so it doesn't get unreachable, you know. That's right, so. yeah. We appreciate your sacrifice. If it gets too high concept, you'll just lose the listener, and I'm the one who brings it back down to extremely accessible. Um, excellent. Okay, now we talk about our experience with the game. So um, I'll start with Q since he gave the elevator pitch. Talk about your experience with Resident Evil in general, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 2 Remake, all of it. Okay. So, or none um, of it, whatever you want. I, I had played the game very early on, not right when it came out. I was pretty darn young, but when I was around, I don't know, 2000-ish or something like that, I first played Resident Evil 1. Um my friend had it. He had a PlayStation, so he had all like the the crazy cool games. Um, I had the Nintendo systems, but he had the PlayStation, and he had Resident Evil, and that game scared the absolute hell out of me. It haunted mm-hmm. my dreams for <laughs> weeks when I would go to his house and we would play <laughs> it. Um, but I mean, there's something about it that is just it, it's so cool. Like as a, as a kid, despite how scared I was of it, I mean, we'd love to, you know, get a bunch of snacks, go in, go in his bedroom and turn on Resident Evil and kind of creep through the mansion. And just the, the sounds, I can still hear them to this day, like of the liquors, like shuffling down a hallway or a zombie crawling or whatnot. Um, and even the old school moans and whatnot. So we played that. I, I never beat it. I just played it with my buddy when I'd go to his house. Um, I think I played a little bit of two, but I never had a PlayStation, so I didn't have a lot of exposure to it. And then uh, after growing up, never really, never played the games. Um, I played, I think, seven with you, Figgy, or I watched. Yeah. I watched you play it. Um, but I don't watch Ashwin play it, but I watched yeah, Ashwin play watched, it. Yes. Uh, I don't know yeah. too much about the, you know, the overarching lore of the game. I watched all the movies several times. They were terrible, but I love them. Um, <laughs> I will still watch them anytime because they're just good, dumb fun. Um, <laughs> and then I, uh, recently picked up the remake of two and that's kind of my history of, playing the game that's really about it i played one as a little kid it scarred me and then this past month i picked up 
RE2 remake. Nice. All right. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Q. Um, let's do, Matt, if you're ready, we'll do our, our guest. If you want to talk about your experience with Resident Evil 2 Remake or Resident Evil in general or whatever strikes you, however the spirit moves you. Absolutely. So Resident Evil is by far my favorite video game franchise of all time. Uh, as, yeah. a, as a kid, it was kind of like that forbidden fruit because my parents, you know, mm. probably rightfully so, were like, hey, you can't <laughs> have this. Uh, please do not play it. It was kind of like, that's what I had. Um, my dad, I remember randomly, he bought Resident Evil Survivor from Blockbuster, uh, played it. I was allowed to watch, but not play, which was weird. Um, but it, it later on, like my, the, the very first one, the, <laughs> the very first one that I got to, got to play it all really own was, uh, Resident Evil 4. And I kind of I played that. Mm. I've I've loved and worshipped that game. I just I've been playing it on the Oculus or MetaQuest, and it's crazy. Yes. But mm-hmm. um, I've been working. I worked my way backwards. Uh, you know, I love that story so much. So I jumped to Resident Evil Two, then I found one, then I found three, and then a lot of my video game time period has just been trying to just find all those little ones in between, whether it be you know Code Veronica, Dead Aim, the the Outbreak series. Uh, nice. Whatever I could find, I'm just the lore for me is probably the the best aspect of it because every game starts in a very like reality like in, in a place it could just be you know as as real as anywhere, right? Uh, a police station, a giant house, uh, you know, gas station. They did a really good job of incorporating um, real life environments and making them as scary as possible, but. RA2 Remake, I had been wanting it for some time. It actually came out the day before my wedding. And I was mad at the release day. Obviously, oh, wow. obviously I was excited for my <laughs> obviously excited for my wedding. I'm like, okay, so I can't play this as much as I'd like. I have business to take care of. And so on and so forth. But, oh, I thought you were going to say um, the opposite. I'm going to be like, my honeymoon. My wife hated the honeymoon because I was just <laughs> I actually, I played it in the hotel. Time. I played it in the hotel nice, good. probably 1 in the morning before the wedding um and i just i had a blast uh, me and all the groomsmen they, we just sat and took turns with it and we almost beat it the first awesome. time but it's uh yeah the, the remake is, is is tremendous honestly i think you know obviously we'll talk more about it but probably one of the best remakes i have ever seen and or played and i'll be happy to elaborate on that later hell yeah yeah no the remakes it's great we're gonna discuss why shortly awesome thank you yeah i didn't I, I knew you were a fan i didn't realize you were such a super fan that you were you'd gathered all collected all g- collected them all caught them all and i did uh, yeah and... back when back when physical media like was like everything i i would just it was great i mean yard sales flea markets whatever it may be i'd try and find them and just piece them together is there something in the Buffalo water that makes people just love physical media? Because Steve is like <laughs> super all about it too. Got it right here, baby. <laughs> um, it's just it's just no. nice to have. I mean, digital is so convenient no, I now. I'm I mean, especially during COVID. No, I know. Just, just because of like COVID, like, oh, I'll go on the PlayStation store and just buy this. Um, but it is nice to have yeah. like something to show off every now and then. No, know? totally. I For get sure. it. I get it. I have to say, physical uh, media has let me down recently with Metroid, though. I still haven't ooh, gotten it. Still haven't spicy, gotten it. Spicy, spicy. I know. It's so sad. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. If only there was a way to get it instantly. I know, There's right? Way. <laughs> but no, I get it. Physical games don't have like that warmth, live feel. You know, like there's just there's more alive when you play them. Just the pixels are just more. No, I'm kidding. I'm being, a, I'm, being a, I'm being a dick. I'm being a dick. <laughs> um, um, okay. And next up, we have. Uh, thank you, Matt. Um, let's uh, do uh, Steve. Just Buffalo to Buffalo. Yes, sir. Um, so Resident Evil, I have not touched the series like almost ever up until recently. Um, I remember it's probably like 2018, 2019, something like that. Um, the original Resident Evil remake HD version or whatever came out on PlayStation Network as like a free game or whatever. Um, and it was like right around Halloween. And I remember specifically being like, you know what? I'm going to play this game on Halloween. And I think I woke up that day and I like started playing it and then I died. And then I was like, okay. So then it like put you right back at the, like the beginning of the game. Cause I didn't, I didn't know how to save. I didn't know how to save or anything. Cause I didn't know you had to use like typewriters or anything. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I had to like, (laughs) so that's, I started the game over and I died again, and I was like, "All right, I think I, I think I'm gonna do something else today on Halloween." <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so time. I put it aside, always like knowing that there's like a there's a game in there somewhere. I just don't know what I'm doing with it, and I never give it a chance. And I don't know. It was just like you know, I'll, I'll put this on the back burner for now. So then I started streaming, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, you should stream Resident Evil. Like that's a good series. It's a good um, franchise and stuff like that." Um, and I was always like, eh, I don't know, maybe. Um, so then the, the one, um, the one viewer I know, um, Atomic Sammy, who's also streaming. My one viewer. Yeah. yeah the one, the only the one person that likes me. <laughs> that's still, that's still debatable. Um, yeah. She, she kind of introduced me to the series and kind of like held my hand through. She like watched me play the, the, the HD remake of the first game. Um, mm-hmm. and kind of just like held my hand, like, what am I supposed to do during this? She, she taught me the ways of Resident Evil. Um, and I really liked it. Um, so then we played two together, or two remake. Um, and then we started doing three remake, but then we stopped. We might do that again at some point. I don't know. Um, but then we announced that we were doing, uh, two remake for the podcast. And I was like, oh, I already played it. Um, and I had two original on the PS1, but I never played it. Um, and, and like, you know, behind the scenes, there were some talks of like, oh, should we maybe play the original too if we haven't? And like, I don't know. I kind of thought that would have been a good idea to do um, just personally. You know, it wasn't a requirement, yeah. but, um, you know, just, just so you could like compare the two. Um, so I started playing two original and I was like, at first I was like, like I, there's no way I'm beating this game. Like the, the, <laughs> the controls are terrible. It looks weird, uh, whatever. But I ended up beating the whole game. I, I got addicted to it too. Ooh. I got addicted to it. I got it so addicted to it that I bought one on the PS1. <laughs> wow. And I, and I beat that too. I beat that too. So now, yes. now all of a sudden I'm just like, I got the Resident Evil bug in me. Um, I streamed two the, remake. He's in <laughs> So <laughs> once I got the yeah yeah once I got the training wheels off, uh, I'm ready to go now. You know, hmm. <laughs> so yeah I, yeah. Now I want to fly through the whole series, but I know there's a lot of games. 
Um, so, so it's yeah. going to take a while, but I do want to play three. I do want to play four. You know, like I said, I want to go through them all, but. So you bought the originals and played them, right? Like you didn't play them digitally. Correct. Yeah. Physical media. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really wanted to try The only one I played the... digital was uh, the first one remake because it was free. Right. Yeah. And I really want to try the originals, but I don't have a PS1. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I did watch some a YouTube of it just to get the flavor of it. I think Zach to... was saying they're terrible to emulate because of the, the controls. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard bad. I, I looked up how to emulate it and it's like, yeah, it's it's not. I easy. mean, the controls um, on the PS1 controller aren't much better. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not um, fun to control. But yeah, I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. But, you know, I'm also weird with games. Like, I, I, I if I'm in the mood to play like a retro game, like I get sucked into it. Um. Yeah, you know, most people will probably throw it to the side. Maybe I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. No, I think Play there's it. a lot Find of out, for those you know? games. <laughs> don't let me tell you there's what a, to do. There's a whole other podcast on the network about retro games. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people love them. Mm-hmm. Um, great, excellent. Um, yeah, uh, cool. I think I think addiction to Resident Evil is going to be a uh, running theme in this episode <laughs> if, uh, if one, I think Q might need to confess later Not but me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who me um, okay and then uh, last Rob tell us about your experience with this game the Resident Evil series uh, you know yeah go. so Resident Evil is actually like kind of a really really formative thing for me um when i was a kid i was a kid who was just like very very afraid of things all of the time and for whatever reason i got it in my head like as i was entering i think i was like okay i think i was at the end of like junior high and i was still like constantly terrified of everything and one day decided to go and like start reading horror books the first one that i picked up was um Roadwork by Stephen King, which turned out not to be a horror book because that's one of the Bachman books. But I later on picked up um, I don't read <laughs> the the first of the Resident Evil novels and just fell in love with them. There were like eight or nine books that were like novelizations of Resident Evil. Some of them are not canonical to the games. The author just like made up extra stories that come between huh. them. Um, How are the tank controls in the book? They're still pretty bad, um, but the author does a really good job of describing how bad they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just like fell in love with them from that, and it kind of like helped me find a way of like making being scared be fun for me. Um, nice. And then like because I had ended up loving that series so much, I would like go to the music section in our store and found the soundtrack to the first resident evil movie which became like kind of the most formative music choice for me as a as a young kid because oh. um, there's a lot of like pretty if you like like new metal kind of stuff there's some bangers on that album um to the yeah. point where like my high school username for everything came from one of the bands on that album um what band what uh, band? edema um Edema? A-D-E-M-A. Wait, um, A-E or E? Because edema is a medical term yeah. for swelling. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't know if it's related to that or not. Um, but yeah, it is edema. Um, I edema really nuts. loved them. They were from that album. Um, but yeah, I just like... Event- My parents wouldn't let me play the games because they were M-rated. Um, but then my first high school girlfriend let me uh, borrow her copy. So I played the like GameCube version 
of the mm-hmm. first Resident Evil game, and it was really scary, but I absolutely loved it. Um, and over the years, have just kept playing them. So I, I haven't played two or three original, but I've played the remakes of both of them. Um, and then I've played four through six and seven and eight. And then I think I also had Dead Aim at one point, and I've played Veronica. Um, so yeah, I've played a lot of them. It's a series that I really love. It can be very goofy sometimes, but that's part of the fun. Um, yeah. and yeah, like it, I, I, I agree with what, with what Matt was saying earlier, where it's just like, it's such a cool series. Um, especially like when you come to it really young, like the, it has a coolness factor that just hooks you. Um, so yeah, I, it's, it's an important game series for me. I love them a lot. Um, and I feel like re2 remake is a really really cool entry in the series um that does a good job of blending what i think are its two strengths so we can nice talk about that later but yeah i uh yeah i love these games hell yeah i like how you worked backwards like you started the novelization yeah. And then you found the soundtrack. And then you found the yep. movies. And you're like, oh, there's a game? <laughs> there's yeah. a game? What? <laughs> uh, cool. Awesome. I'll talk about my experience really briefly. Um, it sounds like mine is the least fleshed out, like, least uh, deep. But um, I never finished any of the Resident Evil games growing up. I played only Code Veronica. No, I take that back. My eighth grade buddy had Resident Evil 1 on his mm-hmm. PS1 because I didn't have a PS1 for a long time. And I was like, "Oh, this is spooky polygons," oh, and I couldn't handle it. And um, I did—I didn't watch very much of it, but I was aware it existed. And then I actually had a Dreamcast, and I played Code Veronica on the Dreamcast. It's a cool and one. And I played it. I did not finish it. Um, I got to the. Um, there's a part I don't know. I have a vivid memory. I think of where I got too creeped out slash the game got too hard of. There's a cutscene that involves somebody mangling a butterfly or putting a butterfly on like a uh, mm-hmm. insect board or something. I don't know if, if you played the game, you probably maybe you know what I'm talking about. But I got to that, so I don't know if that was like halfway, almost done, the beginning. I don't know, but I uh, got to that point in the game, and I never picked up another Resident Evil until I saw all this buzz around Resident Evil Seven. And that game kicks ass. I love Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, which is, as Q pointed out, the actual uh, name of the series in Japan. Um, that game's awesome. I, don't, I can't remember if everyone here said they've played it. I think everyone here said they played it. Uh, oh, Steve has not. I have not. Um, I've played 1 and 2 and a little bit of 3 Remake. And <laughs> Oh, Steve, you got to play 7. And 8, I know, great too. I know. I, yeah, I'll get there. Matt, have you played 7? Yeah, seven actually gave me. Uh, it was it was nice because six was not good uh, at all. So seven was a breath <laughs> yeah, of fresh air. I hear. Yeah, seven was so good. Um, one of my favorite horror games of all time, and eight was great. But I never really revisited the old, you know, the old school original ones. I played a little bit of the four on Quest, which was cool. I mm-hmm. never finished it just because it's such a hassle to get out your Quest. It's such a hassle. It's such a first world problem, but it's such a hassle to clear your space for, for VR. Like, like oh, I have to move my coffee table to have this earth shattering experience. Oh, it is one you don't um, need too much space for. Like, you can legit just sit in one 
spot and play that one. I but, never do that with VR. I uh, have to yeah. strut. I have to like <laughs> like I have to have an entire like warehouse. Do, yeah, Alan um, needs a padded room if he's gonna put a true. VR headset on, and yeah. everyone needs riot shields if you're gonna watch him <laughs> just to protect yeah, yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, and this is my actually not my first time playing any of the original ones. Um, like the you know one through four, I think are kind of like the OG. I don't know. Um, and yeah, and I've had a great time and, um, I watched some of the original two for this podcast, but I have not had the pleasure of playing it. I remember the tank controls. I believe Veronica also had tank controls. Yep. They're a little they're bit terrible. smoother in Veronica than they are in the earlier titles, but wow. Yeah. Wow. Lucky. Let's say something because it still sucks really bad. <laughs> Privileged gaming on the yeah. Dreamcast. <laughs> That's right. Yes. One of the few, the proud, the casters, um, the there's probably wait new podcast idea dreamcast podcast the dream the mm, the dream team the oh dream team i'm trying to incorporate cast and cast anyway we'll table that oh. put a stick a pin in that um okay excellent so let's hop into it guys so uh we usually start with visuals does anyone want to open up the floor talking about how this game looks the graphics the the the, the stylistic choices of the game anything like that yeah, I don't mind if that's okay. Hell yeah. Go for it. No, we love it. Eager beaver. Love our All beavers right. to be eager here. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, obviously, the visuals in this game were, were were pretty superb for Remake. What I loved about it so much is is that it took the original formula, the original visuals, and, mm-hmm. and blew it up and expanded it and made it look just so much greater. Right? The... the the details, uh, you know, uh, every single room, right? Uh, it, it just added to the realism of it. Uh, I really like some some of the other little things, like uh, walking through doorways, right? You're going from a bright room mm-hmm. to a darker room, and and the the it, it's it, the vision is like distorted. It's not super clear right out of the gate. Uh, the items were far more, de- you know, obviously really, really detailed and, and took some influence from uh, from Resident Evil 7 with the use of like various yeah, shadows. Totally. I, th- I think right out, out of the gate, uh, the third floor, as soon as you get into the mansion, you know, there's this little this, this shadow effect because there's a light behind some doll mannequin. And I, yes. I, I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I was like, wow, this is a nice touch. They're trying to get some connectivity going here. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just. The realism uh, is is probably the the best thing. Obviously, I would hope a game in twenty nineteen uh, produces some sort of realism. Uh, but yeah, I, totally. I was, <laughs> I, it, it was, it made it like the blocky graphics in the original rendition were you know scary enough on their own. This added <laughs> just such a realistic horror to it because there was just oh, there's endless zombies and and. You know what's around the corner, the ambiance of the darkness um, in some of the rooms. I, I just I thought they did a really good job portraying it, and it, it, that's why I love it so much. Yeah, no, the immersion of the visuals in this game is fantastic, and it's obviously like you 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 nailed it when you like pointed out that they draw so much from Resident Evil Seven and Eight. Like they knew they they I feel like that the series came into its own visually there, and they just went with what was working. Like this. The scary stark shadows using different shapes and shadows to kind of like elicit an initial response like with mannequins is like the classic one um 
Yeah, and pointing out that the connective tissue between all the series with mannequins, weird visual theme, but they do seem to be running with it. It has like poked up in like a, um, a whole bunch of the games. Um, I do. So for those of you who have played the original two, how do you feel like this game's visuals, kind of like what Matt was talking about, about like the immersion being so much greater? Do you think, I, I'm curious if anyone thinks that anything was lost from do you just view this entirely like visually as an upgrade and hundred percent or does anyone have any thoughts on like I, I'm specifically I'm specifically thinking about the camera of going from like the force perspective to the over the shoulder like how did for those of you who have played both um is that everyone except me I know Matt yes Steve yes Rob I, yes. I haven't played the original of two and three so okay, I haven't played yeah. the original I will um, say um when I, I mean, this might be even more gameplay, but we'll talk about it now. But um, when I, because um, I, like I said, I played one HD remake, which mm-hmm. also has the fixed camera, like yep. you were saying. Um, mm-hmm. And then we went right into two, like within a week after. And the second I picked up two remake, which was my second Resident Evil I played. So I only played one remake prior to this. But the second I played mm-hmm. two remake, like as soon as it started moving, I was like, this is light years better. Like I can already okay. tell this game's going to be a hundred percent better than one uh, remake, you know, just with the camera, just with the camera. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Visually. I, um, I, with playing two remake, you know, and, and maybe this is just, you know, I'm playing a PlayStation one and an HD sure. TV. Um, you know, I do have a like something that like an HD converter that like bumps up the resolution and everything to make it look better. But I know like <laughs> like like looking for items in two is just me hugging the wall and slamming X and hoping I pick something up because I don't <laughs> I don't see things. I just you know like sometimes yeah. sometimes you do see things, but like I, like I'm thinking like ink wells specifically, which aren't in two remake, but ink wells specifically. They're so tiny. They're like a mm. pixel big that you like, you know, and they're important. They're valuable. So it's uh, like, you they're know, how you save usually. They're right? how Isn't you save. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like, you know, me looking for them just consisted of me hugging the wall or the cabinet or something and just hitting X and hoping I'd pick something up. But in, in, in two remake, um, you don't, you know, each item is visible. Like you could see. Yeah the thing you're picking up and you know, it's even got a little like um, a little marker or something over it. Yeah. Um, the map is when you get friendly. closer or whatever. Yeah. There's like a little like, in, like hit hold X to pick up or whatever, um, which is nice. Um, again, this might be gameplay too, but no, that's fine. Um, it's all loosey goose. No rules. Just right. Yeah. The, the map, the map in two, like, you know, how in like two remake, like when you go into a room, the, um, the room will be red on the map if there's mm-hmm. items in there. Yep. I don't believe it does that in two. Or it does, and I just, I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, So you don't know, like, it, you know, if you're missing an item in there. So they're hard to see uh, these items, and you don't know if you're missing <laughs> one or not. Yeah. Um, unless, you know, like I said, some items are more distinct than others. But, um, you know, visually, yeah. the items definitely do stand out compared to uh, the original. I do think there are some things that are really visually impressive about the originals. This is definitely the most true with one. Um, the way that they use the fixed camera, they if you compare those games to like other games from the time, they actually, I think, do look 
better than a lot of other games from that time. It was because of the way that they used the fixed camera, where they essentially were able to make like a matte painting, apply um, like th 3D lighting effects over it, and then like it's just flat and your character moves through it, but it has that like feeling of realism because you don't, the fixed camera makes you not realize that it's a flat background. So it's got, it's kind of clever in the same way that like Donkey Kong Country was doing that thing where it's like 3D mm -hmm. models then applied to a 2D sprite. Yeah. Um, and like, I think it's a really, really cool, clever thing that they were doing. Um, but at the same time, like it was a way of getting around the limitations of the hardware. And now they don't have to do that for the remakes, yeah. um, which I, th I think allows them to really shine visually. Um, yeah. But it's also like a really cool historical artifact of going back to look at the older ones. Yeah. Yeah. To, to kind of mesh with what Matt and Rob was saying, like, um, because they do have the, the hardware now, they can work on, you know, like the lighting in the room, mm -hmm. you know, focus more on that. Because like, I don't know, like the lighting and like the original is just kind of there. You know, like you said, it's yeah. kind of it's probably just visual it's bright it's bright it's, yeah. bright. it's, a, it's a brighter game in the original um yeah but you know like i'm thinking like you know when you first spawn in and then like that left hallway with like the liquors and like the lights are flashing and like, like mm -hmm. you don't get that in like two original at all which, right like mm -hmm. in in two remake you know they can really like have fun with it well i think i think closer to figgy's original question as far as do we think it, it detracted or added to from the original game with them, you know, with all the nice graphics and the nice lighting that they put in there. I think the direction, the, the bold direction they took on remaking two and making it a third person and ditching tank controls and not staying true to what they did, like with the RE1 remake, you, I think the only way to make this game work is to ha have extremely effective ambiance setting and lighting because mm. what makes RE2 original so scary is like everything's really bright it's well lit mm -hmm. so that's not what's scary it's the it's the fixed camera tank controls of not seeing yeah. what is right around this corner that adds such a huge level of fear and anxiety and if you go into third person mode that's completely eliminated, so you need to make up for it with something. And I think they achieved it with masterful lighting where you the use of the flashlight, the use of mm -hmm. such deep shadows in certain areas and a zombie coming down a hallway and you slowly see it fade into the light as it's approaching you. And, yeah. you know, like, like you see it coming through the mist or whatever or little flecks of rain, like all of that adds to balance out what made two so scary to keep the remake so scary. Yeah. Uh, so I do think that the, yeah, exactly. So I think that they, they made a really bold choice of saying, we're going to take this very classic thing and completely rethink it. And I think they nailed it. I think that the, like, like y'all have all kind of said that the lighting is just so scary and evocative and they just completely envelop you in this feeling of claustrophobia throughout the whole game with all these like <laughs> narrow hallways all this like you know like like just like all this clutter everywhere and just, just you never know like what's around every corner and they really really nail that i do kind of so as someone who only watched 
the originals and didn't have to deal with the tank controls. <laughs> I do <laughs> like I, I watched a YouTuber who like you know knows the game, so it was like yeah. a, like an, a four hour, three hour playthrough, like no commentary, whatever, whatever. Watching that though, watch someone who like can navigate the tank controls really well. I do think there is a certain like no one makes games with that kind of perspective anymore. Like I, I, I of like there the originals, are some you know what indie I mean? Games that have that, but okay, not like AAA, yeah. Okay, well, okay, so there's lots of games that do <laughs> do that still, um, but um, I, I just think like it, it's I liked how in the original, all of, like you would go over a, a frame into like a new a new um, area and like the camera would be like from the ground like looking up from a corner, and mm, then the next yeah. episode and the next one ends like the hallway and you're like looking down all of a sudden and it's just there's all these like really weird forced angles that kind of like help disorient you and. I, I don't think it's necessarily a downgrade or anything like that in this new one. I just think it was like watching the first uh, original one just felt so like strange and unique and like unsettling in, in a way that like I, I, I hate I hesitate to say it's lost in this game because they kind of recreated it in different ways. But I do feel like they kind of recreate it in more like traditional ways. Like the, the way this game is scary. It's like I've seen other games do that visually before like you know, like they did it extremely well they I, I i don't want to detract from like the execution of this remake at all but i do think that watching the originals i was like this is disorienting in a way that i'm not used to being disoriented if that makes sense um there's an artistry to like how they handled the camera angles in this exactly yeah sure. and and the more oh, control you take away yeah. yeah yeah exactly and the more control you take away you more, the more control you put over the camera and the director's chair and take away from the player you know, the more control you have over, like, we're going to film this angle, like, up at the, at your chin. Like, isn't that weird? <laughs> you know, <and> just, <laughs> you, um, you know, I just thought it was really interesting the way I, I do think they executed what they did fantastically, but I do think that there was something really cool about the originals and the way they handled mm-hmm. that fixed camera that it was a little bit lost in this one, but they made up for it. I think with the various techniques that they've picked up from doing the first person resident evils, um, and then I did love the monster design in this game. Um, For sure. Too. Like, the zombies are fine. They're cool. They're zombies. Great zombies. Sure. But then, like, when you start getting the more mutated T-virus and G-virus stuff, like, the, the look of Mr. Mister X is just terrifying. <laughs> um, and, like, the G-virus, like, mutation, like, guy, what's his name? Birkin. Whitman? White? Birkin. Birkin. Yeah, Birkin. Yeah. he looks so cool. Yeah, and he gets cooler every time. Yep. And like the the evolution of Berkman is just like so. And the um the sewer monsters, the giant alligator, like all the monsters were just so cool. Like so, when like, I would well draw executed. as a kid, Berkman was like such a huge inspiration. I drew so many monsters that had an eye on their shoulder because of William Berkman. Is like you know, like yeah. Um, and so yeah, I, I just think the, they they really did the visual design of this game felt great um the entire time i agree i think um, it, it with the visual design not to cut you off i apologize um no please we do that all the time but, I, but it, it 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 helps me appreciate what they try to do in the original yeah. one maybe a little bit more if that makes sense yeah right because obviously like we talked about graphical limitations back in the ps1 early era and this they really got to do what they what i'd like to think that they wanted to do originally is present this mm-hmm. stuff so um yeah, I mean, for me, who's I've grown to really appreciate the art of video game making and design and all that such. I, I've I've actually really appreciated what they've done, what they did way back in the day with what they had. 
uh, to make everything look as you know as, as sharp as they could. So yeah, I, I think no, exactly. it's, it's, they can both hold on up on their own. Like I could still play the original Resident Evil Two just fine and not be oh I wish I had the original one. Uh, if that makes sense. No, it 100% yeah. makes sense. Yeah, they they stand on their own. They're just very, very different. And it was a really cool choice for them to go something, go in a direction so different and still execute it so well. Um, and also, uh, shout out to Mr. X, uh, too. Not only is his design fantastic and just like this giant, like flashing, uh, this giant trench coat guy, but um, I, I also love specifically um, how the intro to when he enters the game, there's like no cutscene or whatever yeah. like you're just like walking along the hall and then he just scoots over an airplane like excuse me do you have a minute to talk about our lord and savior t-virus <laughs> he's just like and it's like now you just have to deal with him like I, yeah it's so good um yeah uh, i i loved the visuals of this game um and i like how they went in a different direction and where they lost some creative control with the fixed angles they made up for it by you know implementing other design choices that kept for that sure. were terrible <laughs> in a good way um scary in a good way is what i mean all right any other thoughts about the visuals or are we ready so to move have, on to audio i think one critique on the visuals i Go think ahead. that the best environment in the whole game by far is the police station i yeah totally. i find the sewer and the laboratory really aesthetically boring um that's like a critique I would say I have with a lot of the Resident Evil games. Like you start them and you're in this really cool place and then you always end up in the same stupid laboratory, you know? That's so um, true. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like the, the, I just wish that they would, would one time make a game that's just in a, in a cool environment the whole time and doesn't have to go to a laboratory. Um, yeah. Cause, <laughs> cause it's just like the, the police station is so cool. It's so visually interesting to explore. Um, and then the sewer is just like a sewer. I've seen it before, you know? Yeah. Um, and the lab is just another giant lab. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. Yeah. They do always kind of head in this, the time to lab is different <laughs> in each one, but you do always end up in a lab. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, the police station visual design is fantastic. Not at all like an actual police station. Um, <laughs> they should have done a lot of renos in that police station to make it more police station-y, but very beautiful and very fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, that's a really good point about the design being a little samey. A little gen- I guess generic might be well, the word. Like it, it starts off unique and gets more and more generic. The, the police station was, it used to a be museum. a museum. Which yeah. is why how yeah. they, how they sure. justify its super elaborate wild. It's also design. a weird museum. I'm <laughs> just <laughs> fair enough. Um, I, well, the reason it looks it like that is because it's a dead by daylight map, and they needed to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, they envisioned off the original game. The original game was like one day there's going to be a game called Dead by Daylight, and we need to make the map as. It's actually one of the worst maps in Dead by Daylight, so that I, that terrible. doesn't hold water. It's either. a very cool map, though. How it's it's yeah, accurate visually awesome yeah but i feel like yeah there's a lot with resident evil where you need to just go this is silly but it's it's yeah. fun um and i yeah. think like the police station design is one of those it's silly but it's so fun and it's 100%. such a cool location yeah that's actually one of my points later on when we talk about story but we'll uh, get to that <laughs> later um yeah awesome okay any other thoughts about the visuals or are we ready to uh talk about how this game sounds we're good. Let's talk about how this game sounds. <laughs> the music and the sound of this game. Um, 
I will. So some song, the, the soundtrack did its job in this game. Um, nothing stood out to me. It was like, I, I'm definitely not listening to sound, the soundtrack later in this game, but it did its job. It made me spooked. It made me scared. It made me feel actiony. It did its job. Um, it, it executed really, really well. Um, but like, nothing stood out to me. I was never like, oh, wow, this, this track is really, really like, you know, whatever. Except, arguably, Mr. X's music, when he would come on, was terror-inducing. I, 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 the, the visual design of X is so good. And you know when he's coming and all of a sudden the music, sometimes the music would kick in and I wouldn't even realize he was in the same room as me. And he'd be like, oh, 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 shit. Oh, fuck. I guess he's here. And then I would turn around and he'd be like, hello. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I, just the way they like, they come in with like all these like uh, tingly sounds, like all this, like almost like ASMR sounds in the background that like, get you kind of like um, unsettled. And then like all these like high pitched stabs and then the pounding like... Um, there's like this like pounding like uh shoot i'm I'm gonna mess up the rhythm and i'm gonna play it underneath me and it's not gonna match up let's see how this goes it's like it's like this like bum 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 it's terrifying (laughs) and um so uh but other than that like the the soundtrack didn't stand out to me did anything stand out to y'all or did it did anybody like i don't remember where this happens but there is one part where this there's this cool kind of like piano-y bit with some like orchestral voices that i remember i really like that part it reminds me a lot of the code veronica soundtrack um but yeah for the most part it just was the soundtrack was there I think I I fully agree with you, Figgy, that, I mean, there's nothing to ride home about about any particular tracks, but what the soundtrack did, it did it Mm -hmm. to the best it possibly could have been. It set a perfect ambient mood. It drove every scene with just an underlying feeling to immerse you. Nothing really stood out with bangers, you know, that would distract you from it. It just added to the immersion of the game. Um, the only sound, the only soundtrack that I can always think of is the final escape music, mm-hmm. which is just, I mean, it it gets you so pumped. You are so hyped to get the hell, hell out yeah. of the hive. Like, <laughs> I mean, that track is freaking awesome. But I mean, other than that, nothing stands out. It's not something I'd turn on and listen to, but it, I think it fully delivers on its what it was meant to do, and that's to keep you immersed and terrified. Yeah. yeah. Um, the save music also stuck out to me uh, as yeah. being just like an emotional release. Um, they did a great job with that. Super common thing that video games do that have save points where the save point feels really nice. But the the save state, the save room music when you walk in and you're just like this, this like flood of just like relief, like, oh, thank God. Yeah, it's like extra nice because it's a it's that type of game, you know, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just think need to be every, safe every for single... a second here to recollect my yeah. thoughts and whatever. 
Yeah. Every every Resident Evil game has had a really like catchy and peaceful like save room mm-hmm. theme. There's been a lot of good ones. Dead Aim has a really good one. Um, amongst others, I, I'm one of those guys who listens to video game soundtracks on the go too. And, nice. Uh, I, I do I do listen to that one. Uh, RE2 is quite a bit. Uh, did any of you guys play? Did you just do the original, or did you? Or sorry, did you do the uh, the, the newer music, or did you do the uh, the original one? They did allow you to port the original music. <gasps> I didn't realize what? you could do that. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know yeah. you could do that. A really either. cool touch. Yes, because um, the original music is quite different than the remake soundtrack. Correct. The, the original one yeah. pops a lot more, and they did a good job of making it sound um, like it belonged. <laughs> The newer one, that's huh. a big thing for me with anything, with movies, with music, is that the music's got to, you know, music, it, it'll stand out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good for the ambiance, yeah. the newer version, but there's, I like those ones that stand out. And uh, there is an option. I, I don't remember if I purchased it or not. It was like a, a unlock, so maybe it was like a pre order thing. Um, but actually, you know what? I can get it on the Switch. So, and I didn't do anything special with that. But you can overlay the original music at, at, into the the modern game, which is really really neat. Um, and so it's, is so that like a? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Is that like no, an just, option in the game, or? I I went to the menu and went to audio, and they have an option where you can do the like uh, you can scroll over to original music. At least oh that's the option that I. I have. am definitely gonna play it again and do that. <laughs> Yeah. It makes such a difference. It makes such a difference. It's 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 really cool. Some of the, I mean, the extra features were nice in it, but um, but yeah, there's there's some really standout tracks like the basement, the front hall, you know, all these just mm-hmm. very vintage uh, tracks. My favorite one, the second malformation of G, which is uh, is that like I think it's the final fight where you where I think Claire and and. and, and and or Leon, they jump into like this descending platform and they go to fight uh-huh. um, G and, and it's just it's one of the most like action heavy themes that they have like it's it's super intense which is out of character for, for basically how the music has been the whole game so uh, very impressed with the visual or sorry with the audio um, that they <laughs> but did. anyway it, very but nothing beats the original yeah the visuals <laughs> but nothing beats <laughs> anyway, the original that is such a cool feature. I did not know they did that. I I, I need to look at the pause menus of these games. I need to look at the, the, the options of these games that we review because I yeah, there's so many times I miss cool stuff. The games that we play. Yeah, <laughs> could it be us? I mean, yeah, going I mean, back I, to I, visuals a little bit, it, 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 the alternate costumes and and amongst other things, like you can get the original like like really cheesy. Like uh, <laughs> Leon ninety eight, they called it. And it's like mm-hmm. the very Hell blocky yeah. version of it. And it just it it I don't know. It was just a fun touch, and it, you play that yeah, with the yeah. original music, and you got something special there. Yeah, that's cool. You got a stew going. Yeah, the um, <laughs> just the amount of love that they have for the original is just really apparent. And like for sure, you know they 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 approached it with like a kind of reverence and like appreciation for like what the their source material they were handling. Um. That's so cool. I, I found myself during the uh, – this has nothing to do with the game, but I thought I'd mention it anyways. I th- I found myself during w- my streams when I was playing the game that the music was so not sticking out to me that I would insert my own music over. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez. Parts. Sick burn. Specifically, I was hoping at some point in the game somebody would kiss somebody. 
So whenever there was like a high <laughs> sexual moment, I would play uh, like Barry White or Hell yeah. Gay or, or, or Careless Whisper or, or something. Just hope, hoping there'd be a kiss. But eventually there was. Eventually there was. Eventually. So I got my moment. I got my Thank moment. You. It was all because of the music. The music set the scene. That's right. Yeah, yeah when, that's... when Mr. X and Birkin kissed at the end, it was <laughs> <beautiful>. <laughs> awesome. Um, any other uh, thoughts on the audio? I mean, the 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 spooky like diegetic audio was was fantastic. Um, like mm-hmm. uh, just the little creaks and bumps and stuff that would happen throughout the throughout the game. I think so, the zombies sounded fantastic. They did. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I think they sounded very good. Like between the females, the males, mm-hmm. any like every little shriek and guttural moan or it. It was it was really really well done compared to a lot of other takes that I've heard zombies in. Um, Even like all the creatures, like the liquors, like you knew, yeah. like the screeching, right? You know those. I don't even know what they. I called them the poopoo monsters. I don't know what they were, but those like little sewer, <laughs> the baby s- slobs or whatever they're called. Yeah. yeah. Um, like the moaning in the water, you know, you could hear them, and sometimes you couldn't see them, but you could hear them, and yeah, you know, it was all. Uh, it was done well. But say there's yeah. one piece of audio in this game that stands out to me because it scared me so much that I quit playing this game the first time. Whoa. Um, which is right. Mr. X's stomping around. Yes. Um, you can like you can hear where he's at in the mansion. And the Whoa. first time I played this game, and it, I may have been in some slightly altered states. Oh. Um, but I, I Stop would get... drinking pilk, man. Yep, I got to <laughs> I was high on pilk. <laughs> I got, I would like, I, Mr. I really hate getting chased by stuff um, that oh, you like can't fight back you. against. So yeah, Mr. X was really scary to me. And he would like, I would like, every time I was playing the game, I'd just be like sitting there by myself. Cause this was before I even started streaming. So I'd just be like in the room by myself. I've got headphones on and it works really well. If you've got headphones that they design it so that you can like really tell how far or close away he is. And I would just like go and I'd be like hiding in a room for like, not even kidding, like 15 or 20 minutes, just listening to be like, please walk further away. (laughs) And then I just like turn the game off and be like, I'll, pick it up later um and like i i I didn't i never finished that playthrough it wasn't until i started streaming that i finished playing this game because that scared me so much Um, yeah i love how like he's like you can hear his footsteps and like you can hear him like stop like yeah it's like boom 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 and then you'll just hear a pause as if he's like opening a room like anybody in here yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and then I like, just keep like, okay. And I like, keep walking. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just found that like really effective. It was, yeah. Everything about Mr. X was extremely effective. Yeah. To, the, to the extent where I was so stoked at the end of Leon's playthrough, because I played Leon's playthrough second and I played Claire's mm-hmm. first. And when you finally get to fucking kill him, and I was like, yeah. yes, let's go. Cool. I hate this guy. Like, I'm just so stoked to finally kill that asshole. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, Mr. X was well done the entire way through. I think For everything sure. about the design of him was exactly enough anxiety-inducing. Um, That's how I wish they did Nemesis in, in the Resident Evil Three remake. Like I was, yeah. I wish they had done him like did Nemesis the same way they did Mr. X. I thought he was done so much more effective. From I mean, I know we're just on the audio segment of this, but 
no, even just ahead, from fine. that, the, the, the stalking aspect to hear it, to feel yeah. it, to, it, you hear it and you're like, okay, we have an uptick in, in urgency. Now we got to get going, get going. And it's, it, it could take a long time. I just, the first playthrough, I remember just, just, just feeling uneasy the entire time. Do I, do I make this shot? Do I try and stab the zombie with a knife? What does it, you know, what does it do? It just, it adds yep. to the anxiety. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, they, they they nailed it with Mr. X. Um, did, did you uh, really quick? Let's just briefly touch on the voice acting. Um, I thought the voice actors did fine. Um, I mean, it felt competent. It felt yeah. kind of hokey at times, but I it, the game feels kind of hokey at times. Like they, I feel like the voice acting nailed the B movie, the B B horror movie kind of vibe. Like where it's yeah. like it's scary, but it's never feels like it's taking itself too super seriously. Um, still less cheesy than the original voice acting i was gonna say right. yeah <laughs> like the, the jill sandwich in one is such a classic and you don't have anything that gets to like quite that level in this one but unfortunately <laughs> um yeah but i mean i feel like the voice actors did a fine job um you know particularly the two main characters um you know the script. I think Leon sounds like such a geek to me. I don't know. I, 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 like I've always known who he was. I always knew who he was, and like when I first played Resident Evil Two, that was the first time I heard him talk, and I was like, "Ew, that's what he sounds like." I, I don't know. To me, I, to me, to me, I just I don't know. He, in my mind, I guess he just didn't sound like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he did a good job for what he was supposed to be doing. Because I mean, you played two original. He kind of you know. It's the same character, you know. It's, it's not, he sounds the same as he does in two originals, you know, just less cheesy and stuff. But yeah. I just, I don't know. What did you? Expect I always him to saw sound his like, like dark like edginess, you? and I kind of pictured him being like a Shadow the Hedgehog type of like edgy character. And oh, to like me, an he's just like guys, guys, it's my first day on the job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You wanted more edge lord. You wanted more. Yeah, I don't know. But then you know, if he was edgy too, I would have made fun topic. of that too. I would have made fun of that too. So I, yeah. I mean, I, there's just no, there's no safe place for. That. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, we'll put a note in to make all of the actors more edgy, more edge lord, more hot topic yeah. for Steve. Um also, while we're on the main characters, I'm coming for Claire now. Does anybody <laughs> else think her mouth is too big? <laughs> yeah. There was sure, something about her that was just like what is like off so about her? And I think it it's is, her mouth. It is because is- she shows her <laughs> teeth through a lot of animations and hmm. scenes. Like her teeth. Is that are- what it is? Yes, because there was always something the about character her, models like, that they modeled Leon and Claire me? off of. They used real people and they took lots oh, of photographs no. of them. And the mm. actual model shows her teeth in a lot of those photographs. Okay. So it was so it was true to life based oh, on no. the model they used. But it okay. did make her look a little unnerving sometimes when she'd be looking <laughs> through the bars with her, her full teeth out. I'm glad I'm not the only like, one that noticed that, though. I'm sorry, because like the whole time, it was just like, why is your mouth just like there? It just, it just stood out to me. I don't know. Okay, well, I am going to have to look up the actresses and see just how much we're actually just body shaming an actual human being. Well, it's not body shaming. I mean, like I said, it's Tooth all digital. Shaming. It's dentist all shaming. digital. So you they blame dentists again. Yeah, fuck the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. That was just another thing that stood out to me, which is not sound at all, but 
Yeah, I will. Um, I'll be sure to write the actress and be like, "You're you're too toothy." No, I'm, she's, I'm sure she's a beautiful, wonderful woman and actress. <laughs> she it's, smiles it's a lot. She's just about, so happy. It's more about it doesn't. F- it feels weird seeing her in a desperate zombie apocalypse situation with people eating <laughs> each other alive grin. behind her, and she kind of has this <laughs> grin. <laughs> But she's like, saying I have a secret really kind of grins. So it's a little off putting. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Fantastic. Um, yeah, it's like I was looking at like Leon's mouth and like Ada's mouth, and I just like I didn't get that same like mouth fixation. There's something wrong with this character's mouth, but I don't know. Something with Claire's that I'm sorry, Claire. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I love you. Steve, to death, do you girl, have a but... do you have a do you have a mouth fetish or something? Yeah, I this don't. is an oral I fixation. Don't. I don't should... at all. Yeah. Um, during you know during the final boss fight, you know when the, the things like coming out of the train or whatever, and it's like trying to eat you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just I was like screaming like, "Oh my god, it's Claire's mouth!" <laughs> oh, brutal. I, I guess we know who we're coming after this episode. It's Claire. Yeah, yes. All you Claire's out that, there. That, that poor mo I couldn't get after. over it. I don't know what it was. I don't people know what named it was. Claire stores in the mall. No, it's not Claire's. people named Claire. <laughs> I got nothing against the voice actor. It's all just uh, the way Smiling they made people. her look. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, <laughs> if you smile a lot, Steve, you're on notice. Steve doesn't yes. like it. Yes. <laughs> Steve doesn't like be it. Be miserable. Honestly, you need to be miserable. Yeah, just, just, he prefers gums. Just when you show up removed. to his stream, like every time when you show up in his stream, he's like, hey, good to see you. Don't fucking smile. I'll know if you yeah. smile. Every yeah, time. Exactly. It's the primate. I can hear your... it, it sets him off. Don't show full I can teeth. hear your teeth from here. The sound of like your teeth, like the, your no lips moving stream. over your teeth. I can hear it. I hate it. <laughs> All right. Oh well. my goodness. All right. Moving on to gameplay. Yeah. Uh, anything else about the <laughs> visuals before we uh, scoot on over to gameplay country? No. Scoot okay. on over. How do we feel about the gameplay of this game, everybody? Um. This the gameplay was. It was a t- it was ten out of ten. I don't think it could be better. The gameplay was amazing. Wow. It was fantastic. Uh, do you want to take between... this opportunity to talk about? <laughs> So, dear baby listener, if you're a frequent listener of the podcast, you may know that Q has a problem with becoming obsessed with things, and like Bioshock was a bad one where he no, just... they're rare instances. It's not a problem. But when it happens, Q, it really <laughs> happens. So, how often, how many time, how many hours do you have logged into this game, Q? Uh, surprisingly, not as many as bioshock maybe like 55 58 hours in the past month okay so in that case that's actually not as bad as i thought because it's not it's not as bad as you thought in the discord chat <laughs> it was just like i'm on my eighth playthrough and i like I, 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 I think he's just really great at video games because he played he like beat this game how many times did you beat this game q he's doing counting math. now i think i beat it around maybe 15 times Holy Maybe. shit! Is that like a normal thing? Am I? I I'm also just pretty bad at video games. Wait, like Dude. okay, so like 15 runs between each character, or 15 15 runs with both? Like no, in total. Okay, in total, just. Like just from from beginning to completion, I probably beat it maybe around fifteen times or something. So, Maybe. what about this game play? Did you like so much that you played it fifteen times total? I, 
Do you have any specific thoughts on the gameplay? It's so what solid. what grabbed you so hard? So okay. It's just it is unbelievably fluid and responsive. And it's not just that. It is the the in particular the first half of the game takes place in the police department. And that that whole you could almost call it a dungeon, that entire building, that 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 design mm-hmm. of that place is so intric- in, intricately crafted with how it connects, how they strategically place between tables, books on the floor, a tipped over chair, how the hallways are narrow based and, you know, where a locker set up. Like it's the whole thing is a giant obstacle course that interweaves and connects and you can find like the the ui and the the mechanics of the game are so fluid and smooth that you can navigate this entire place like a like a like an eel if you can just like like a slippery eel like if you can just be familiar familiar enough with with the environment and you know how zombies uh think and move and what triggers them and you know what's around the like it's just so fluid that the game encourages you to just keep playing it and mm-hmm. not only that you know it's the combat is is fairly the the combat is good it's it's tough you know it's you know the, the, how there's so many different ways to deal with enemies between trying to just outright kill them shoot them you know tap them in the head to stun them take out a leg make them crawl flashbangs to you know stun lurkers walk past lurkers um you know juking mr x different like tons of different ways to get around him there's just so many different ways to play this game and to just keep on getting better at it. And then plus that, you know, the survival horror aspect of it is, you know, it, inventory management is so mm-hmm. important and really, really tricky. Knowing what to carry on with you till you get to the next area to dump stuff because you're going to want to pick up certain, you have to pick and choose what items you need on the way and you know, before you're, if you're at capacity, you don't pick it up or you lose something else precious and you, you dump it. Um, so just all of that together just made it, uh, a, the kind of game that beckons you to keep on, like to come back over and over and over again, because you're like, I remember how I got through this area and I could definitely do it better if I do this different, because I remember this, this messed me up before. And there's like a huge sense of, uh, accomplishment and achievement on just kind of getting over every consecutive hurdle. And for me personally, the faster I could do it and the more fluid I could do it, the just the better it felt. And it was really fun, which is why I played through the game. I probably played it 20 times. I beat it around 15 and then, yeah, it, it's just, so satisfying because because it's so well done everything feels mostly everything feels fair some of it is rng based which really which i actually enjoy because it you can't do everything perfect you have to think of things on the fly every playthrough something changes and you have to shake it up a little bit um but it it definitely just feels really fluid and well crafted and fair and fun yeah, I mean, 
when I started this game, I was expecting to enjoy it. I was surprised at how addicted I got to it, like how hard it was to put down. Um, I really, the Metroidvania kind of aspect to it, um, where like, you know, you need a, this lock over here. So you have to go over here and get this item. Then you have to remember where that item goes, which the map is very helpful in that regard. Uh, super addicting. That formula always works for me. Um, I just, yeah, I just kept, kept wanting, like when you got something new that unlocks stuff, you're like, oh yeah, now I know where to put this. And then just makes you want to keep going. Um, one thing I wish this game had done a little, a couple of qualms, and I'll, I'll try to keep this brief so other people can kind of share their thoughts, but a couple of qualms with the gameplay. Um, I did love the map. I thought the map was very useful, maybe even too useful. Um, I did want the, I did want the map, the, um, the actual, sorry. So there's the, the visual map that like mm-hmm. gives you, like tells you where you are. But when I, and now I'm talking, so that was great. Shifting to the actual, like physical map that you're walking around in i i would have one thing that a lot of metroidvanias do really well um that where they the game the, it's easier to get around the further you go like the map once you like figure out the puzzle it's really easy to get from point a to point b and they cut off like um and they make that like they, they give you shortcuts uh dark souls games do this really well too mm-hmm. i did find it annoying where it was like even after i had solved the police station it was still a hassle to get around it's like okay i'm on the first floor i need to get over to this east wing <sighs> let me go up to the third floor around this balcony up to the roof down past the roof over here through this hall like, it just felt like once i i've solved the riddle like, let me just get from point A to point B to explore. It, it just felt like artificial kind of padding of the length that I didn't really love. I loved solving it, but once it was open, I kind of wanted it to be like, okay, I've, I've opened it. Like, let me just get around. Um, but it wasn't enough to make it, like, unenjoyable necessarily. Um, I mean, to an extent, that's a reflection of it, like, trying to create a realistic architecture for that environment especially within the context of it being an environment that has been assaulted so like and shut down some of the paths of moving around are not open anymore yeah um, that's fine but i've opened it up they should let me through <laughs> <laughs> i don't know real architecture has through ways to get from point a to point B. i think the entirety of introducing mr x is what keeps it that way instead mm. of what you would like to happen yeah that's because, fair. because that's if you take say. him out then that would make much much more sense yeah, that's know, true. To have shortcuts, um, but he, Mister X, doesn't quite work as effectively if then there were just... more quicker routes to bypass other obstacles and zombies while you're yeah. being chased. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think of it in context of the Mister X part, which I did like the Mister X part. It was another thing I wrote down for gameplay, which is that I, I think the Mister X part is extremely effective, and I love that it does not overstay its welcome. Because when he first came on the scene, I was like, "Oh no, is this the whole game now of like having to worry about him?" But <laughs> He comes in, he mixes up the gameplay, and he gets out. Um, and yeah, that's true. I didn't think about the fact that the architecture is kind of designed around him. Um, you know, because if he didn't have as many bottlenecks for you, we wouldn't be nearly as scary. So yeah. Um, so and that's something thoughts? totally different compared to the originals, Mister X, the way they use him. Because um, how is he? He, in the he does stalk. I don't. Remember. He does stalk you um, in the original too, but it's not to the extent he does in the remake like at all it's more of like planned at least i think mm. it's planned it's like planned sequences oh, it's planned. that mm-hmm. like he'll come yeah. up yeah yeah it's like planned sequences where he like he pops up and then you gotta like take him down and then you know get out of the room but in this it's just like the entire time he's just like i'm coming for you <laughs> yeah you never feel safe uh, until yeah. he's gone yeah but I, I i do like it um uh, one thing I 
I don't know. There's something about the bosses where I don't know if I loved them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like, I don't like the whole, you can run out of ammo and then die. Yeah. Um, in a, in a boss fight. Sure. You know, like it, it, in the regular map, it's like whatever, but I don't know. Like, I know there was a time where it was just like, you know, if you, you don't know the bosses are coming, right? So you're not prepared. So sometimes you just like walk into a boss fight and it's like, well, I have nothing, so... <laughs> no, yeah. Like, no, totally. That's, like, um, kind of a staple of the survival horror genre, though. You know, yeah, it's like, no, I, you're yeah. always supposed to be trying to minimize your use of resources, because if you mm-hmm. don't, you can genuinely softlock yourself, and that's, like, a part of that game formula. Um, yeah. I definitely what? get the frustration of it, but it is also, like, I don't know, it's... It yeah, would, yeah, I think it would have trade-offs if it was the other way, too. complain about it too much, but... The limited ammo uh, didn't bother me for the boss fights. What bothered me about the boss fights is I just felt so fucking slow. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I hated, like, I mean, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, on stream I beat the G guy um, on stream, and I, I was also being, like, slowed down by my chat. You were being bullied yeah. a little bit by your chat. <laughs> but <laughs> even when I was off stream, like, I don't like it when the game... I felt like the game was giving me a boss that I did not have the mobility to deal with. Like, mm. the mobility was fine for the zombies, by and large, but these bosses just felt way too fast. It, it, it's so annoying when the character's animation is also slow, so it looks like they're doing, like, a light jog when they're being attacked by a giant <laughs> mutant tumor. And, like, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, move quick! Ah! Like, <laughs> G2 is definitely the worst boss and pretty unfair. With yeah. a lot of, they do not give you a lot to deal with him effectively. Where it, he he's just a terrible boss all around. He's not mm. easy to navigate. That's the second the second time you fight Birkin and you have to yes, smack him with the with crane. The, with, the yeah. crane. Yeah, with the crane, I hate it. Terrible. It's, I've died not a, so it's, many times. It's a tough there. boss, and he's probably the worst in the game. And it's tough in the worst way. It's just frustrating. It's not like a Dark Souls boss where it's like it's tough, but oh, but if I just keep getting better, it's like. Like I just can't move. I can't. I can't fucking move. And I felt like some asshole. of the hitboxes were so wacky there too with the crane. I felt yeah. like the crane yes. was like way bigger or way smaller than the hitbox was. Because yeah. there'd be times where it's like, oh, I should, I should be able to, I should clear this, and then the crane still hits you, and it's just like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like, like there's an know. extent with the bosses to which like part of what's frustrating about them is just that it's very hard to make the moment to moment of them satisfying. You know, like if you're fighting the zombies, like you can, you know, you see an immediate reaction in as far as them when you attack them, right? Like you shoot a zombie in the knee and its knee is going to like yes. snap and it'll you fall over response. you. You can like shoot it in the head and you'll get like a crit and it'll just blow up, you know? And like that never happens during the boss fights because they just have a set amount of health and you need to just avoid them and do damage to the right weak spot for long enough for that to like work. Um, and I think that hurts the like moment to moment feel of the yes. fights. That's such a great observation. True. Um, Matt, um, any thoughts on the gameplay that we haven't, that we haven't talked about? Sorry. I feel like, no, you guys, I, I mean, so you guys didn't give pretty you a much chance to right talk. in the head. No, interrupt it's okay. Actually, anytime like you want, this. please. No, of yeah, interrupt me. And me especially <laughs> interrupt whenever you want. I, no, I you all, you all hit a lot of the, the points, you know, right in the head. It, Wait, Resident Evil kind of lost its luster in that like late PS2, PS, mm-hmm. you know, PS3 era where it became it lost that survival horror element. It was 
action heavy, right? RE5, RE6, it was all these cinematic sequences. And mm-hmm. it was really nice that, you know, that, that they, they, they really did. They, they made you think, you have to think, you know, 10 steps ahead, uh, you know, when, when, when it came to just, just how you, how you go about the game, uh, you know, zombies took a lot of hits, you know, in, in this game, like it wasn't easy yeah. to put them down. Even if you thought you put one down, uh, you probably didn't, you walk by it and grab your <laughs> ankle, uh, which is mm-hmm. you know, something that happened really quite often. You were never like, I was never a hundred percent sure unless I like, I got a critical shot, blew a zombie's head yeah. off. Uh, that the enemy was was really dead, and that it, being it, said, those crits it, feel good. So they really do in yeah, that do. game. They deliver. <laughs> when yeah. you're just watching yeah. that head. They're earned. They're a hundred percent earned. Uh, yeah. There's there's not a whole lot. They don't just give you a whole lot in this game, and uh, the, they, those critical hits are very well earned. Um, yeah, it's it, it was it was really nice and refreshing that um you know again just just to have that survival element to it. And mm-hmm. and uh you really did. You almost had a new experience every time, right? A zombie would be not necessarily in a different place, but things didn't seem so staged. Uh yeah. you know, every single time, which is which is a really nice touch for replay value. Yeah. Yeah, and my first playthrough, I didn't realize that I wasn't supposed to kill the zombies to completion. So, like, I would sit there just shooting oh, it in no. the head until its head oh, exploded. Oh, sweet thing, no. And then I had, like, no ammo at the end of the game. <laughs> um, I know. So I'm one of those guys who I feel like I have to. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm yeah. like, not doing everything you, in this game right like i have you have to my die. first playthrough if i'm playing board game, up you have to every die. window kill every <laughs> zombie you can test yeah. them with yeah. a knife to see if they're dead which is yeah what i oh, do i think that's um, true going yeah going off of what matt was saying about like the resident evil series on the whole one of the things that i really really love about this one is for my money i think it does the best job of fusing the two different versions of resident evil like the mm, first three yes. games were mm-hmm. scary games Four changed the series to an action game, which is part of what made it like such a popular game. And they just like didn't manage to recapture the magical way that four field with five felt with five and six. Um, and it kind of felt like it really, especially by six, that game's such a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> but like, I think that this game does a really good job of having the best of both worlds. Like, I don't think it's the scariest game in the series, but it's really scary. Um, I don't think it has the most intense action of any game in the series, but the action is really fun, especially, you know, like those things we're talking about with like crits with zombies and stuff. And I feel like this game does the best job for me of blending those two sides of the series into a really satisfying experience. Nice. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah. it's a really good way of putting it. You know, it just puzzles. Like the the puzzles are back and they're there. And, yep. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, well, here we got the whole, you know, again, the over the shoulder camera view. And, 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 mm-hmm. and we can honor, like, like you said, four, five, and six is a gameplay style. Uh, they, they, they did it right. This is why I, I do cherish this game so much is that they did it right. They, they took what they, what worked from previous entries and they, they just, put it all they culminated in in this 
Yeah, and speaking, you mentioned the puzzles too. Uh, mm-hmm. I do think the puzzles were a nice touch. They didn't felt too intrusive. Like they were, and they felt like just the right amount of difficulty to where I, I'd have to stop and think, but not to where I would like bang my head against the wall. Typically, yeah. Um, I do think they're pretty ridiculous. Like the the idea, like just like the the the, uh, the premise that they would use, like put the puzzles in. Like oh, the entire <laughs> sewer system's based around a chessboard. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> the chessboard or what was the thing that was hidden inside of the like box that you get from the statue hand where you, you have to like get a statue hand and then put a book yeah. in it and then put it in oh, the statue and then it gives you a scepter the badge out oh yeah and then it's a badge the which badge is also a yeah. gun locker yeah imagine the, the police officers have to do that every single time they want to unlock that gun locker okay steve steve had the the book the last time so we got to go find where steve put the book at and then you know i think hank had the hand somewhere so we, yeah oh shit he's out on sick leave today um you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah it's really goofy but it's fun um yeah um oh one other thing really quick i meant to mention this when i was talking about it being a pseudo metroidvania i don't know if y'all everyone here knows what that term means it's where like you're opening up the levels as you mm-hmm. go as you go as you get upgrades i i one thing it, it doesn't try it doesn't say it's a metroidvania so it's definitely not beholden to this but one thing that metro actual metroidvanias do really well that I would have liked to have seen in this game is they upgrade your weapons, but you, mm-hmm. your character never changes. You're pretty static. Um, yeah. Like you're, you're doing the same thing throughout the whole game. You're getting better weapons, but um, I would have, you know, just a little throw in. I just wish that like the gameplay itself had been a little bit more dynamic, um, but the gameplay is so fun and satisfying. It doesn't necessarily have to, but that's what I kept thinking. That's what I kept thinking. I was like, Oh, this is like a Metroidvania, except my character is the same the whole time. Um, but um, <laughs> one game I compared this to, which you're going to laugh at me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was a game I used to play the hell out of when I was a kid. And that's Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> you mentioned Luigi. You sneak Luigi's Mansion into so many episodes. <laughs> no, I don't do I. Like, that's because times. it's a classic. Yeah, it is a classic. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember ever sneaking that into conversation. I, you've mentioned maybe. Luigi's Mansion a few times. Maybe I'll do a super right. cut of you mentioning. Yeah, Luigi's go find it. Go find it. Let me no, know. No, it's it's a great but, game. It's a great game. I just think it's funny. It, no, it is a great game. But like, I didn't. I never realized that Luigi's Mansion was kind of just like. The kid-friendly version of Resident Evil. <laughs> you know, it's really, like you, really you gotta find the keys, you open the doors, you know, like you solve the puzzles. It's like the same thing. Uh, you just you just exploded but, my head. Like my head just blew up. I never realized. Well, I mean, I never played the series that much, but you know, like since I've been on this Resident Evil kick, I'm like. This is very similar to just like Luigi's Mansion, like opening the map up, yep. you know, there's puzzles, there's enemies instead of ghosts and zombies. You know what um, I, you know what I think boss, it is, Steve? No, I think the bosses are better in Luigi's Mansion, but I think, whatever. I think you've mentioned Luigi's Mansion only like once on this podcast, but I think you've mentioned it on Eat Sleep List. But I think you've mentioned it on other podcasts. And so in no. my head, I just have this like narrative of like Steve <laughs> like, spreading always, the Luigi Mansion gospel. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion. Uh, maybe it hasn't been Check so this one off my list. Go to the next yeah. podcast. How can I sneak Luigi's Mansion? You into should this add like, one? A, yeah. like a bingo board, a bingo board for every yeah. time. Yeah, that, that <laughs> Luigi's Mansion mention is one of the notches. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but it, I'm telling you, it is. It is. Yeah, it's a good, it's a great game, and now I will never not see it as the kid friendly Resident Evil. Now that you've put that in my head, that's. 
that's canon. That's, well, I'm glad you guys think so too. Like, yeah. I'm glad you think that's a good comparison. Because, no, it's a great comparison. Now, like I said, the entire time I was playing this, you know, because I played the heck out of Luigi's <laughs> yeah. Mansion as a kid. But <laughs> like, the, the entire time like, I was playing this, I was thinking about. As I do with every game I play, how is this like Luigi's I was hoping matches? I could see Luigi's bouncy nose when he runs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have a question for everybody okay, while me. we're on gameplay. I want to know everyone's like top spooked moment of this game. Mm. Was there like a mm. moment that spooked the hell out of you the most? I think it's the one I mentioned earlier when Mr. X shows up. Yeah, yeah. Like when he just te- when he tears open that plane, he's like, "Hey!" <laughs> like, just well, like, I, I, like dealing specifically, with me now. I have I have a couple moments. One was uh, this wasn't on stream. This was when I played it the first time. But um, it's when Mister X is around and you're in the library and you have to move the bookshelves. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to, you, you know, you have to like mm. it takes forever to move them or whatever. So I, sw- I think at least I swindle the man and I bring him upstairs. And I climb down. There's like a ladder there, and I and like I said, I'm playing with um, Atomic Sammy, like one of the streamers or whatever. And I was like, he doesn't climb ladders, right? And she's like, no. <laughs> so I, like I drop down the ladder and I'm moving the bookshelf, and the dude just ignores the ladder and just like jumps <laughs> off. <laughs> And I didn't know he did that, and he smacked the hell out of me and killed me. I screamed so fucking loud. I that that was like my Rob moment of like I want to turn the game off. I was, <laughs> I'm ready to yeah. turn the game. I was not ready for that at all, dude. And I was like, you said he doesn't climb ladders, and she was like, well, he, he doesn't. He dropped down. <laughs> I was like, you're such there an ass. Ignores ladders. It really gets yeah, you. Right? I remember one during this playthrough where it was in the like lab. You remember that room? There's like a bunch of vending yes. machines and zombies, and then there's liquors in it. And I, I had oh, like yeah. gone back into that room, but I thought there was only one liquor in it. So I like lined up this Oof. like beautiful, perfect grenade shot. And then the second one came out of nowhere. And I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck? And just like <laughs> ran away. Ugh. Q had so many. Yeah. Q, Q and Steve are both just fantastic <laughs> horror movie, horror game streamers because they are just terrified of everything. <laughs> it's so fun to watch both of you stream scary games. My blood pressure is out of control. Yeah, Q has a supercut of his screams. You should check it out on his channel. On- oh, oh yeah, that is right. Rob clipped this one moment of me. Well, he clipped it, like two, but one was like I was. It's when you're in the kennel room and there's like the, the liquors there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So I killed them, and I'm walking back, and they're like on the ground still, and I'm like, I fucking hate these <laughs> liquor guys. I hate them so much. They're so weird looking. And as I say that, I'm walking into the next room, which I already previously cleared. And there's another liquor jumping off the ceiling, like killing, like eating my ass out. And I'm like, screaming. I'm screaming. I was not ready for that at all, dude. Whoa, I I apparently played the wrong game. I I, I played the wrong game. (laughs) Wow. I was just so not ready for that. And then there was the other one where I was in the sewer and I was shooting the the poo poo monster. And. Poopoo monsters get you. He went under the water, and I didn't know where he was, and I ran into him, and I I yelled. Your scream there is so good. Yeah, that's um, the one you turned into a uh, into your. Uh, yeah, I turned it into an emote. Rob made an emote out of it. Yeah, beautiful. So beautiful. We had to we had to put that on the. Uh, <laughs> it had to the be old preserved. Emo board. It was too good. <laughs> like a museum. Yeah. 
Dogs got me. The dog. The dog scene got me. Uh, mm. For as far as like the scariest yeah. scenes, and more more so, it was the uh, when you turn the power on and they're running through the vents. Oh yeah. my yeah. gosh! Oh, and I was like, terrifying. And, and even when I unlocked the unlimited ammo, I was still afraid because I was like, I'm moving side to side. I'm trying to figure out which vent they're going to come out of. Where is it going to attack me from? And it's kind of crazy. Like you can see, see some of their shadows going across. Uh, you can see it for a little while, and it just—it's—that's—it's pr- it's pretty unnerving because they're so fast. And if they get you, you know, it's maybe one or yeah. two hits, and you're and you're done. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was probably. Yeah. I mean, the liquors, zombies, everything—you know—all that terrifying as always. But the, the dogs and the vents—that uh, was that got <laughs> me pretty good. Yeah, and that's during the Leon playthrough too, who has like a yes. much harder time dealing with them because the like little SMG that Claire gets is really good for them, but oh. yeah, Leon doesn't have that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they, all, all the monsters are just it, whatever. Pick your poison, honestly. Like they're they're all pretty. They all have their moments of being spooky. Maybe except for the regular sure. zombies, they're pretty. Fuck the, the liquors because you get that like clue that you can like sneak past them if you're really quiet but I never they're was. so good about even when you're trying they'll like oh I tried so many they'll follow just, you they'd be the, they will <laughs> they'll like get right up in your grill and just like <laughs> like looking around it's so upscale I never setting. successfully got past them like I, I oh I never do either I try and then I just get like too panicked yeah. and attack <laughs> yeah just lose all my ammo I'm like I am not going through this just go through a whole thing of shotgun yep. rounds absolutely one of the worst parts of the game is when you're in the interrogation room and then you get the key or something. I don't even know what it is. And then one of them jumps through the freaking mirror. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that yep. scared yeah. the shit out of me. That's when you're Claire and you go mm, into the yeah. right room and then it jumps through the glass. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yep. Mm-mm. Yeah. I will say there's a nice if you can learn. So there's some movements that you can learn. They're a little tricky at first, but you can basically juke um, in whatever direction. And a back juke is really helpful, but uh, a useful thing with the liquors, if you didn't want to just walk past them, um, if you just sprint, uh, it's hard to kind of turn your camera around and then keep running in the same direction. But if you can do that and watch the liquor chasing you, you can see it wind up with its arm. And then if you double back and juke it, it'll swing and jump ahead of you. And then you kind of do a little loop-de-loo around it. Wow. And run out. Pro gamer tips. It's, it's not easy. It's not um, – you can't do it every time, but yeah. it helps a little bit with those bastards. Duly noted. I do – I will say for, like, scariness purposes, I actually do kind of wish that the liquors could open doors. Oh, I don't. Because um, I did feel like... <laughs> no. No, you monster. I don't. The, the thing is, like, there were times where, like, I was able to make them less scary because, like, you know... I remember the specific... It's, like, the the liquor that's in the hallway outside of that, like, shower room area. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, like, mm-hmm. on the ceiling, and it's kind of far off. And I had figured out that you can just, like peek out the door, take one shot at it, and then run back in the door and just wait a couple seconds and it resets. And you can just, like, loop repeat that. So, I, I don't know. I didn't like that I was able to, like, outsmart the AI of it in that way. You could have just not been a door, coward and handled it. I mean, that's on yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not going to do that, though. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Let's talk about... Uh, let's move on to story for a little... Um, can can I say one tiny about thing about gameplay? Yeah, um go for real it. Real quick. Um, one thing I feel like this game does a little bit worse than two original is, um, 
there are certain decisions you make in two original that mm-hmm. um, reflect the second playthrough of the game. That oh. does not really. This is a very good point. That ties into story yeah, it, pretty well. That was actually, yeah, one of my issues is that this, they didn't diverge enough. But yeah, go ahead, like yeah. I, I know specifically, if the first playthrough in the original, um, you come across this room, and you can pick an item pouch, I believe, or a submachine gun, um, or you could take both. Um, but whatever you take or leave will be there for the second playthrough. Hmm. Um, with the second character mm. in the B story. Um, and they didn't do that in this one. Um, you know, there's a couple instances where they, they do stuff like that in the original. And they really didn't do that at all in the sec- in uh, in the remake here. Which, you know, it's fine. But it was kind of like a nice little touch. It made, it made things more connected. Yeah. Um, and it made it feel like, oh, like the things I do in the first one were more impactful in the second story where in the remake, I feel like they were just kind of separate. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's actually, that's actually a good segue into story actually in a, in a way, because one of my issues with the story or like the um, events that happen are, I was expecting, cause I knew, I knew very little about the way this game was structured. I knew there were two playthroughs and, I played through as Claire first and I was expecting because like you interact with Leon throughout and I was expecting for like the stories to be completely distinct, but just take place in like the same environment. So like, you know, there's a point where like you see Leon on the outside of the fence and you kind of talk to him. He's like, Oh, I got to deal with these like, you know, monsters. I'll meet back up with you later. And I was expecting for like, for that event to happen from outside the fence's perspective and for you to like have a completely distinct experience. But then I was a little disappointed to find that like on the second playthrough, you're a lot of it's just like palette swapped to where like you're experiencing the exact same mm-hmm. things. They just like reverse the roles. I, I know that's part of part largely partly probably due to the system limitations of the original, but it would have been really cool if they had managed to pull that magic trick of like showing you two completely different, different but intertwining perspectives of the same story mm-hmm. um but you know like it's not the end of the world but it's just it feels like a missed opportunity is the best way to put it if they had had these like two completely different but intertwining stories as opposed to like the first half of both stories is the same pretty much and then there's a little break yeah. in the middle and then it like kind of like comes back and meets in the middle and meets at the end again and then there's a different boss fight i do like the different boss fights um but yeah, but besides, anyway, any besides like the, story? the, you know, Leon's got like the Ada uh, arc and Claire's got the Sherry arc. Um, yeah. Besides those parts of both like, of which I feel like are the worst. Yeah, parts right. Of the- <laughs> <Their arcs>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like uh, the first time when I like it, when I was playing like um um uh Claire. And I was like, no, 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 no! Don't make me play as the arrow! Don't make me play as the arrow! No! <laughs> I was the eight-year-old. I was like, shit! <laughs> um, uh, yeah, definitely the weaker parts. I mean, it's a nice break, I guess you could argue, but like the gameplay is so fun as the original characters. Like, I don't really want to break up that, yeah. you know, gameplay. Um, and um. Ada, yeah, and I don't know. The character of Ada was just like... So many of the characters in this game are just so tropey, but I feel like this game manages camp really well. Like, mm-hmm. um, sorry, Rob, but I did not really... I, where the camp of Bayonetta didn't click with me, 
the camp of this game was executed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's just okay. The, you don't have to apologize. It's just the campiest game you've played. Um, the camp of this game just resonated with me more. Maybe because it's more like Western camp. Like it's kind of playing mm-hmm. off a lot of like Western like horror movie trope camp. Sure. Kind of. Yeah. Um, I, the lore of this game is really, really cool, but the actual beat to beat story is kind of just like your typical B horror movie kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. But I did it really well. I feel like the game knew what it was. I feel like the game wasn't trying to take itself too seriously. The plot was just kind of like, we're just having fun. Like, it's just, it's just like, all the characters are like, like, Ada's just this like over the top confident, like, like FBI, like, for some reason the FBI is here. For some reason they've sent this lady who's like crazy, like, whatever, try to keep up. And then also <laughs> she's wearing like high heels the whole time. Um, like, I don't know. Like, she isn't actually FBI though, right? I don't know. No, no. she's a, she's a no, yeah, no, 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 no. I don't know. Um, yeah. but the, the game felt, the, the story felt kind of like rehashed and stuff, but it was kind of fun as like, it, it was the kind of like when you turn on a B horror movie and you kind of just like turn off your brain, you kind of just like, are yeah. just scared and excited without much giving else much thought. Um, I mean, with saying that the story feels rehashed too, though, I have to wonder to what extent that's because these games expired or inspired so much about what like other games did later on. You know, like how many games have pulled from Resident Evil, and it's hard to know. You know, I I have not, I don't have the comprehensive knowledge to know whether Resident Evil like did it first. But I do think it's entirely possible that, like, it feels tried to us now because we've seen so many people who pulled it from the Resident Evil games, you know? Maybe. I think Resident Evil pulled it from horror movies, though. Like, 80s horror. It feels like an 80s horror Mm. movie in so many ways, um, to me, at least. Um, But, yeah, maybe it was the first to do it in video games. I mean, it's arguably true um because it's definitely different than like silent hill when they came out yeah. around similar times and silent hill is like entirely psychological horror mm-hmm. and kind of takes itself more seriously but i feel like kind of earns taking itself more seriously whereas this game is just like whatever it's zombies it's just fun <laughs> <laughs> like ah i gotcha <laughs> that's like the, um um so uh and also this game's horror doesn't derive from the plot you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the plot's kind of just set dressing to get you from one scary, spooky thing to another scary, spooky, exciting thing. Um, that's how it felt to me, at least. Whereas a game like Silent Hill, it's like you need to kind of get like invested in like the psychological aspect of it. Um, so it's just like kind of like a psychological horror versus like a monster horror. And this game yeah. does B movie monster horror really well, in my opinion. Um, Very but, well. Yeah, that's always that's always been Resident Evil's you know one of their their strengths and their their storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure, is that it doesn't take itself too seriously, right? It just every aspect is 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 over the top and in in zany, uh, but yeah, it, it's. I agree that the uh, I, I do have to say that I do agree that the Sherry and Ada parts uh, as necess- as sort of necessary as they seemed, they 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 were so I, I get frustrated when i got to do the ada part where she's doing her hacking, she's got yeah. the, the the electric thing uh, yeah it, and, and she can she can make the fan spin really fast <laughs> or, or, or or like yeah, oh how that's... what a cool power that is wow that's cool hated that part because when mr x sneaks up and you yep. got like 10 rounds of it you got 10 10 rounds of uh of handgun ammo it's uh you're in for a rough time but uh and then sherry it's just like 
the that part was was scary, but game you know gameplay was wasn't very fun. It, for me too, it was it was different because I, I I was so familiar with the original Resident Evil Two storyline, and they they jumbled a lot of the scenes um, around. They threw in some new stuff, which is you know well received. I thought it was cool. I. I I like the overall concept of the Sherry uh, the Sherry Bright Iron storyline. I hate it. I just hated mm-hmm. playing it. Uh, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did they yeah, did jumble a lot totally. of stuff around, like uh, the the mm-hmm. Kendo Gun Shop. Like they put that more in the middle of the game, where that was just a small blip at the beginning of the original Resident Evil Two. Um, you know, just it, it was very you know. Uh, there's a couple. Like I was waiting for like the. I don't know why, but the, the whole in the original Resident Evil Two, the run to the police station, I, I felt was you know so much more detailed. You really got a, mm. an idea of what the city looked like. Mm-hmm. You got to run through the 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 bus yeah, and the basketball courts and all that stuff, and like that was all like just iconic scenery. And this one, they they they, they put it in the middle. You got excited when you seen it, and you went through it, um, you know, but. Not that there was a big, you know, big deal or anything, um, but yeah, I, I still thought the story flowed pretty well overall. I thought it had a good pacing throughout. It was, uh, you know, it, it bring you up and 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 bring it down. I thought it did it did a pretty good job of balancing that. I never really felt, aside from some of the scary moments, I never felt overwhelmed. I just it, the story flow just yeah. legit made me want to continue to play through. I was never like, uh, mm-hmm. I really need a break from this. I, I was always curious as to what was going to happen next. And I think, it, again, RE2, their own remake, they, their own reimagining the storyline, uh, I, I thought they presented it pretty well in, in an addictive feature. It's like reading a book or watching a movie. You, you just want to just go through and power through to the end. Yeah. 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 Just always mm-hmm. excited for what the- comes next. The kendo shop is an interesting one because I remember thinking on this playthrough that it felt like weirdly heavy compared to the rest of the game. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's like, yeah. just leave my daughter yeah. alone. Yeah. I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. It made him yeah. an interesting it character like something though, out too. of like Last yeah. of Us. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. I guess I just wish like it. I don't know. It felt like so dissonant with the rest of it, where like the re- you know like it's a it's you know everything's going down everything's crazy and and i it makes sense within the context of the world but it also feels like so dark the implication that i, I could be reading this raw saw this scene wrong but he closes the door and right. shoots her right yeah, yeah. I and mean, that's that's which the, is like that's how really dark and heavy compared to what the tone of the rest of the game feels like i guess yeah yeah um there's another layer though i thought like, too uh, to to just mm-hmm. understand like really grasping what's going on around the city and what like normal civilians kind of dealt with. So I, dark, absolutely. Yep. But I, I, but I liked it. I thought there was something that the original RE2 and, and even going into RE3, cause we're, we're trying to build the, you know, the, the, the civilians. Um, they didn't really touch mm-hmm. on that. Great. That was like pull on your heartstrings. Yeah. And now you see that and Leon goes on his little, his rant about doing the right thing and, 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 and be honest with me. And, and all that jazz, and I'm just like, all right, now let's go, let's go. I I want to figure this out. I know how this game ends. I know how the story. I think I know how the story ends, but I'm like pumped up, and I want to, you know, I, I'm feeling Leon's virtue right now. Yeah, yeah, Leon. Yeah, I think 
I, I think they did a good job making you like, you know, within the, I mean, not to a super deep degree, but just to a super like fun degree, making you like and care about both of the main yeah. characters. Like Claire's like wanting to care the kid. I mean, yeah, the, the, the motivations were flushed out just enough. Again, like it'd be like a, like a horror movie. I was like, okay, yeah, no, they're righteous people. They're <laughs> let's go. Like, you know, I just, I, I never, but you know. A, movie, a game like that shouldn't make you really think. Yeah. It shouldn't make you like, like stop and be like, but what about... Yeah, the plot doesn't so, do much, but it does enough. And uh, Just like, yeah, yeah, like the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it, it gets I you would through. say it's, you know, it it's probably a little bit playing. better than the soundtrack, but... Um, Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, it... Within the context of the series, too, it is like weirdly grounded compared to like how ridiculous it gets in like five and six so <laughs> yeah um that's kind of a nice return but it kind of makes sense because it's the beginning of the events right like like, it's, yeah. like by five and six it's like like well i just mean like the ridiculousness of what like like five has five the infamous scene disclosure, haven't five, played five and six okay so. five I'm has a very thinking. famous scene where chris redfield punches a boulder yeah. Um, like that, like a park. Yeah. Like it yeah. makes it yeah. It's a big no, boulder. It's, it's, it's a like, boulder. It's like a, a. It's like a. Yeah, it's a boulder, and he just like, poof, like punches it. Oh, okay. And I, I think he just like punches it off into some lava or something. But like, that's when I say this game is grounded compared to that. I mean like that, or like six has like a, like a zombie T Rex. You know, it just gets Ooh, so insane. Um, it's not oh, a good game. Don't let that tempt you into <laughs> oh, playing okay. it. But. Because you, you had me. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It is like kind of, kind of fun within the context of the series. Because this, you know, while it is the second in the canonical story of the games, this did come after six. Um, so I think for people who are fans, it's nice to have one that like brought it back a little bit because it had maybe gone too far. But yeah. Yeah. This is what I go for, you know. I was mentioned towards the top of the show about just just making it seem realistic, right? Like just making it seem like I'm in an environment that this that I, I you know, in, in reality, I'm in an environment that it could look just like this one, um, and and that's definitely what they got away from in 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 four, five, and six. More so five and six, just the overall zaniness. But I, I like a game that I can picture myself in that environment. It it, yeah, it goes a long way to, to making me like it and 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 invested in it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I feel like they kind of got back to being more grounded in seven as well. Seven felt like entirely like I'm just I you stumble upon a house and mm-hmm. yeah, it does get ridiculous as it goes. They all do. They, you all you always end up finding some fighting some giant tumor monster, but um, <laughs> but you know some of them, I guess start you off in more ridiculousness than others. Um, cool any other thoughts about the story guys i think i think overall if you the story from one perspective either leon or claire on playthrough a i think it was really good i think the story made sense throughout like the plot it was good pacing um the little side part with ada and cheryl was not particularly fun, but it was fine. Cheryl was actually, I really enjoyed it the first time. Mm. I was like, oh, this is super creepy. Like, it made me scared of people. Yeah. Again, like, yeah. I'm a little kid and, oh, a human now is, like, That's really pretty... terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, It was really neat. But after that, I did not want to do it again. It was just kind of a speed bump that I wanted to get past. Yeah. yeah. Um, But that being said, I mean, I think the story arc was really good. 
it was fine. It was it was well done. It made sense from beginning to end. I enjoyed it. Um, I just wish that they made it a little more connected between different playthroughs and with, you know, with like you said, and you know, Leon has his story. Like in in the original, Leon fights a certain bosses, and then Claire fights certain like they fight different ones. And basically, like, let's say if Leon is going through the sewers and the alligator is chasing you, you can, I believe, kill the alligator or not and just get away. If you don't kill it, Claire has to deal with the oh. alligator. If you do kill it, That's Claire so cool, does not deal with the alligator. That's so cool. Why same thing they do with, that? <laughs> same thing with um, uh, Mr. X and uh, Birkin. You kind of mix and match which fights each of you does. You don't do mm. the same ones. So I wish they would have made it a little more connected. I think it had to do with there was I, I'm not positive on the details, but when they were making the remake, apparently they didn't they had no plans to make B runs, only mm. the A. Oh. And they were like, we'll just make one story. And then apparently midway through, there was so much backlash yeah, totally. and uproar because fans were like, Are you are you kidding me? You're yeah. not gonna do the B runs, which so they were like, okay, fine, we'll do B, and they just kind of half assed it and didn't mm. really. I think that is part of part of why it was so disconnected because I would have loved to see more of a very disconnected, different yeah. story when I went yeah. and played through. Yeah, totally. Cheryl, that makes me more upset um, now that I know that they had already done it the right way and then had like in the yeah, in the original I mean, entry. The, so I mean, I, I wish I wish it would have been different. Um, so if you look at it just through one lens of a playthrough, maybe two different realities of if Cheryl went through it or if Leon went through it, right. but then anything beyond that is a little disappointing. Yeah. Um, but overall, I from the the main story, I I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, it wasn't. There were no major plot holes. It wasn't too silly. It was. Um, it was. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was good. It got, it got the job done. Let's figure it out, guys. It, the time has come. Enough dicking around. <laughs> Is this game a goat? Yes or no? Let's figure it out. We will continue with tradition and let the person who gave the elevator pitch, Mr. Quinton, decide, give his vote of if this game is a goat or not. Q. Okay. Well, um, I don't know if it'll come as a surprise to any of y'all. I, I went deep. I went deep into this game. <laughs> I played a lot. I I did not expect myself to absolutely fall in love with Resident Evil 2 remake. Mostly the fact that it I am so terrified of playing these spooky games and this game was no exception. Despite how many times I beat it and played through it, the entire time my my pulse was not ra- like was never like calm. I was constantly high blood pressure, high anxiety the entire time that I played this game but something about it just kept calling me in and was so addictive and I think I I I think not only is this game a goat I think it is it is a Ooh. masterpiece wow 
I think this game sets the bar for what a remake should achieve wow. on the level of respect for the original content the the way it reimagined other aspects of the game the way it updated it to a modern survival horror game i think it it hit everything every nail on the head and did it to absolute perfection a few aspects in the game where there's some complaints or a few weak parts, but all in all, I think it showed us that you can still make a quality survival horror AAA level game in today's day and age with over the shoulder, with fast action pace, and you can pull it off really well. I, I think this game nailed it. I think, I think it did everything right, and it was extremely scary. It was extremely fun and addictive. I mean, I couldn't stop playing it. I I beat it dozens of times. I I tried to I I tried my best to a hundred percent it. I'm not quite there yet. Um, I beat it without healing. I beat it without picking up going into the item box. I beat it without saving. I beat it in an hour and I think nine minutes is my best. Timing, I did it on hardcore, hardcore, no sit, like every way you can imagine. And each way was so much fun and more and more satisfying. And I just think that game is absolutely flawless. It's it's a huge goat for me. Wow. Resounding goat from Q. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, here, I will let our guest of honor go next and give his opinion on it. Is if this... Matt, do you feel like this game is a goat worthy of the illustrious title of goat game? I do. I 100% agree uh, with everything that was just said. And, and it was, I mean, I, I may or may not have suggested it, uh, you know, this whole, to- this whole game for today. So I might be a little bit biased. Maybe, you know, just maybe a little bit. But I mean, legitimately i i felt like i waited years and years and years for this game to come out and my expectations were 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 high before the game came out and the expectations were somehow exceeded after the game came out again i still play to this day i bought it on ps4 i for some reason i wanted to play it on the switch so i paid 40 dollars for a cloud version of the game uh, it's, it's really, really that <laughs> good. And I, it, <laughs> I'm a monster. I know, uh, <laughs> the only thing I just, I wish, I wish I could go back in time and play it for the first time over again. Mm-hmm. I, I really, really, really enjoy this game that much. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, listen, Resident Evil, like I said, it's my favorite game franchise. I spent many nights up on Wikipedia or, or like their Resident Evil wiki, just looking up the like, stuff behind different places, right? Just, just lower stuff in it. Yeah. I, I've never, like it just, it felt so wholesome. Like the, the game did just complete, perfect, little, little to be desired at the end of it. Um, and, and again, there, like I said, there were some flaws, but it's, it's, it's goaded in my opinion. So I, I would, Best remake I've ever played. We'll see what Resident Evil 4 remake holds in, uh, was it a month or so, whenever that comes out. But um, RE2 remake is is legit. Yeah, I would dare so say a top five video game all time for me. Hell yeah. So. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. 
Wow. Thank you, Matt. Um, Thank okay. you, guys. Of course. Yeah, no, for sure. And you're welcome back anytime. Um, but we're not done yet. I want to be um, Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was lying when I said you get to choose. We actually all get to choose. <laughs> Earlier when I said that you get to decide. <laughs> um, okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. And I'm still going, I'm literally going back and forth as we speak right now. So I don't even know what I'm going to say at the end. <laughs> so, um, because Q's argument was actually, okay, hold on. I'll just, I'll, 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 I'll say what I wrote first. Um, I think when you take this and combine it or take it in almost in context with the original, Undeniably a goat. Resident Evil 2 changed the game. Resident Evil changed the game and then 2 did it again. And then if you think of it as a continuation of that, this remake, you just it's undeniable. It's a goat. 100%. However, taken on its own, I'm not sure. I'm still not sure because I, I think it does everything well. But it hasn't done anything I haven't seen before in a horror game. I so I, I haven't mentioned this. I don't think this. I really like horror video games. I've played a fair amount of them, um, both survival, psychological, action oriented. Um, it's it's extremely competent, but I never really felt like it was innovating. It was super addicting, but I haven't really thought much about it since I stopped playing it. For, for me, I know that's not the case with everybody, um, and so. Ah, but then some, but when Q brought up the fact of Q's muting his microphone, uh, oh, I guess to vape, not because he's so angry, um, <laughs> <Q was laughs> muting his microphone out of rage. Um, I will say one thing I, I, I think I, okay. So I was in the middle and I was on not goat, but I do have to consider one other context, which I wasn't really thinking about, which is how does this game set? How does this game work as a remake? Like how, Re- being a remake in and of itself is a category is something that you can do bad or do poorly um and q's actually one of the ones who said that were just a minute ago and matt kind of corroborated where they said like it sets the bar for remakes and so when i think about that when i think about the fact that it's also an, a great example of like this is how you do a remake this is how you love the original but innovate on it this is how you, this is how you how you mix new and old. Oh, but man, I really don't like the way they did the story. I'm super torn, guys. I, I'm I'm not sure I've ever been this torn on a, on a, on a game. <laughs> I will give it. I, I will I will let it be a goat. <laughs> there you go. And wait, pause, oh. pause real quick. I'm probably gonna put. I, I, I want to hear what you two have to say, but if there's any tension, okay. I might mix up the order to where like the the podcast feels like it has more tension because sure. Um, so we won't reference you, know, you, but I will. Uh, <laughs> we won't what? reference you just in case. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you can reference me or whatever. It doesn't matter. It is what it is. But right, you were giving me more anxiety than this game did while yeah. playing through it. <laughs> um, I, I will, I will, I will allow it to be a. Um, <laughs> Okay, um, we'll go with uh, 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 Steve. Go ahead and give your thoughts on this, if this game is a good. So or not. I have been very torn on this game too. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've also been flippy floppy. I know I said I wasn't going to reference you, but I'm doing it anyways. Um, That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> if, 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 
if it's if it's just the game is straightforward. If it's just straightforward, it's you know straightforward, what my, you know what my issue is any- is I didn't give God of War a goat, and I think God of War is a better game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a very fair. But argument. I think this game is a complete game, unlike God of War, because that was the whole reason I didn't give God of War a goat was because I didn't feel like it was complete. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, when we play the second one, maybe I'll, maybe one day I'll beat it. Maybe one day I'll. Give them both a go. But up until now, I, I can't do mm-hmm. that. Um, but it's like I said, it's driving me nuts because it's like I can't give this a go if I didn't like it as much yeah. as God. You painted yourself into a corner. <laughs> yeah, right? You set, you set a bar that everything but has to be better time, than. It's a really high bar. But at bar. the same time, it's like, well, why not give this game a go? Because it's like, what does it do bad? And it's like, there's not much. Like, the soundtrack's a little lacking. Like, who cares? I don't know. The boss fights are meh at times, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like that's nitpicky. Um, It does a lot of things well. Um, It nails the survival horror aspect. Um, It nails the action. Um, I do think it's one of the greatest remakes I've ever played, especially since recently playing two for the first time. Um, I can really compare the two and realize that this is a much better game, I think, than uh, the original Resident Evil 2. Well, they still did some good things right, and obviously, you know, there would be no Resident Evil 2 remake without uh, Resident Evil 2. So, you know, obviously did some things right. Um, But, yeah, I think I'm going to have to give it a go. Um, It's probably one of the best horror games I've ever played. Um, it probably is the best horror game I've ever played. I don't play many horror games. I don't really like them. Most of them, you just kind of walk around. I would object and... to that. But... What? Sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Nothing. Is he talking shit? <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, it's... Just, <laughs> well, well, I'll, talk, I'll give you some horror games. Okay, fine, just, fine. Just keep fine. talking. I'm an fine. asshole. Um, I, I shouldn't have interrupted. But yeah, I'm going to have to give it a goat. Um... It does a lot of things right. Like I said, it's probably one of the best remakes I've ever played. Uh, another one is like Metroid Zero Mission, I think is a great remake as well. Um, and I would say it does maybe even a better job than that game. Uh, so, yeah. So, Luigi's Mansion 2 rated M version gets a goat for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob, you're up. All right. So I think for me, there's this like, there's this, I really love horror games. And when you talk with people about horror games, there's this idea that I feel like I've been hearing for forever and that I've always really disagreed with and that I feel like this game is a really good example against, Um, which is the idea that like for a horror game to be good and to be effective, it can't be fun. It's got to have shitty tank controls or it's got to be like overwhelming and leave you feeling powerless and just be kind of miserable the whole time. And there's games that are like that, that I love like song of horror or Kai or Yomawari or like the first fatal frame. Like I love those games, but they are, they're like overwhelming and the moment to moment is not fun. But Resident Evil 2 Remake is such a good example of a game that is effectively, genuinely scary, but also is really, really fun to play. And like, I cannot think of any other game that rides that line of being scary and fun at the same time as well as this game does. And for that, 
alone for me, I think it deserves a goat. Um, it may, it, I wouldn't even say it's my favorite horror game, but I do think that it is the most fun, effective horror game that I have played. And I really love it for doing that. Um, also, I just think that Resident Evil belongs on the board somewhere. And yeah, that's I, fair. for my money, this is the, this is the one. Um, it's another good argument. So, yeah. I, it's a goat Hell for me. Yeah. It's a goat. All right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's a full <laughs> goat, baby. That's a what was a platinum goat. Was that the nomenclature? I don't know. What I think so. Yeah. Made up. Um, all, all five goats. All this the way. is shocking too because like some people played the series, but like a lot of us, it was kind of like oh, I don't know. Like I know when we said like, hey, let's do Resident Evil two, we were kind of like eh, sure, whatever. And uh, I was very impressed with how good yes. this game ended up being. I was surprised at how much mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I, I expected I to was like blown it. I expected to have fun. And how good it was. But then I didn't expect it to be get its hooks in me this yeah. hard. Dear baby listener, just so you know, I don't actually think it's a go. I just said that so our podcast <laughs> wouldn't get canceled by, by Matt. <laughs> I just, I just, uh, I, I, there we go. Teacher's know, pet. I, my man. I guess yeah, I'll I'm, keep you around yeah. a little bit longer. <laughs> he's, he's, he's been holding a knife in the camera the whole time like as a, th- like a threat <laughs> so send help no, I'm just kidding yeah. um, you know what's you know what's funny um, what sort of got me on my journey of going hard into this game is it's almost like the moment in the matrix when Morpheus tells Neo Neo says, so you're telling me that I can dodge bullets. And Morpheus says, when the time comes, you won't have to. Whoa. That being said, my journey into this game was I was so scared. I said, screw this. I'm going to try to get the infinity guns so I can play this game (laughs) like an action shooter and not be scared. Well, in order to get that, you have to beat the game in like hardcore mode you can't say you have to beat it really fast in like i think under three hours or under two and a half hours so to get there i'm like training and training and training so that i can play it and not be scared and by the time i achieved all of the things like the infinity grenade launcher and all of these weapons by the time i got them in my arsenal i didn't need them wow all i needed was a knife and good mobility, and I can beat the game. <laughs> it's about the friends we made along the wow. way. Wow, that is a that is beautiful. That is deep. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's just, I thought it was funny because that's what got me so hooked into it. Was like my my motivation to play it without being scared. So I wanted to get the grenade launcher. <laughs> that's so good. All right, guys, we did it. Yeah. Another yeah. one in the books. Um, I'm gonna wrap it up. Does that sound like everyone amenable to that? Excellent. Good plan. All right. Dear sweet baby listener, thank you for being here and thank you for being you. Today we have finally we have put Resident Evil, an entry of Resident Evil in the golden book of goats. Um the, the um uh, I am joined today by I'll start with our very special guest, uh Matt. Say hi, Matt. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and goodbye. It's been a pleasure. It's been a great time to be on this show. All right. I just do have to say I want to compliment you guys you know, one more time. I appreciate you wanting to be on the network. Uh, I appreciate your effort, your energy. It's contagious. 
Um, and this was <laughs> a surreal you. experience. So I appreciate each and every one of you. Keep up the great work. <laughs> Wow! Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for thank joining you. us, and thank We're you so for having us on your us. wonderful, wonderful network. And dear baby listener, that network is—you uh, can find us on the network. Um, hold on, bicbp-radio.com. Um, there you go. You it's to... a tongue twister sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, check us out there. <laughs> also, check out all the other great shows, including Matt's shows. He's being really humble about plugging his own shows, but he has a show that I love called um, Eat Sleep List, where they. Every week is a new top 10 list of whatever they think should be top 10. And so many of them are, and every episode is just so great. But he also does a sports podcast. I don't listen to those. So if you like sports, <laughs> he does one of those too. Cancel. Uh, as well as I think. <laughs> um, and no. I'm also joined today. Go ahead. No, yeah, it, it, I got a few. I I hate to show my own stuff, but um, but no, sleepless plug is every pro- podcast is my, he's ever been on. It's a lot. No, it's too much. We don't have time for that. I know <laughs> it's been so many. Uh, but he has, eat sleepless is my pride and joy. Steve's been on it a few times now. I'd oh, love yeah. to have each and every one if you want it. Just come with us. Pick a top ten list theme, and and we'll we'll make it happen. Me and Dan will will have you on, and we'll have some fun. We, it's nice to have something where you can we can just talk about, you know, something different every week. It's nice to to mix it up instead of just being sports or just being comic books. It's it's whatever you're feeling. So um that's like I said, that's I love that one. I I, I really do. It's a fun one. All right. Yeah, no, I I mean we'll talk later. I would love to be on an episode, but um <laughs> thank you so much, Matt. Um we are also joined today by uh Q. Yo, what's up? I'm Q, aka Rat, aka Rat Parade. That pretty much wraps it up. Thanks for ch- chilling with and chilling and it's beautiful. St- chilling. Yeah. Catch you on the flippy flip. And we're joined the end. <laughs> we're also joined by Steve. Hi, my name is uh, Steve, Steve for Cheese on Twitch. Uh, you can come watch me stream when I do stream. Uh, and you can also spend channel points to bang me if you want. So come come hang wow. out. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Did not huh. know you were. Yeah, yeah, there's a sound alert. It's called okay. bang. So if you want to play the sound alert and bang me. Have at oh, it. Oh, this guy. Well, what'd you think it was? <laughs> what'd you think it was? I thought he was talking about intercourse. Oh, no. He's talking about yeah, intercourse. That's gross, dude. <laughs> Cooties. It plays a loud sound and make, plays a loud bang noise, but every time you do it, Steve goes, thank you for banging me. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> and Rob, uh, we are also joined today by Rob. Yeah, I'm uh, Rob, Super Captain Rob on Twitch and Twitter. Also, I did follow in Steve's footsteps and have a yes. TikTok and a YouTube. Um Yep. I stream live on Twitch Tuesdays through Thursdays, starting at 530 Central Standard Time, usually going at least until nine and also on Saturdays, starting at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you want to come and hang out with me, I would love to say hi. Awesome. And my name's Alan Newton. Uh, I also go by Figgy. I'm on twitch.tv backslash Figgy underscore O. Um, And 
that is all the people that are here. Dear baby listener, if you liked this episode or any episode, please go on Apple Reviews and leave a review. If you didn't like the episode, go on Apple Reviews and lie. It's for a good cause. Subscribe on any of your whatever apps that you listen to podcasts on. Leave five stars. Um, don't leave any fewer stars. Do whatever you have to do to, <laughs> to make us famous. That's, all, that's, that's what it's all about. It's not about the love for it. It's not about the games. It's not about the friendship. It's about We're fame. We're here for and the money. money. So please. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I'm kidding. But, you know, do, do follow us and all that stuff. Um, uh, we are next week. We are playing Star Fox 64. Um, yeah, I've already started playing it and. I don't. I'm not going to do any spoilers. But that's what stated. we're playing next time. What'd you say? I said you save stated. Alrighty. I I used every tool available to me to to achieve success. Wow. Stop it. No. Spoken like a true politician. Until next time, GG. <laughs>
Matt, I don't know how much of our episodes you've listened to versus just kind of like turned a blind eye and let us loose all over your network. But um, we've been, uh, every episode pretty much, we've accidentally ended up like screaming at something and quote unquote canceling it. If you would like to be decide who we yell at, I mean, I, I will happily just like, you can set us loose like wild dogs on whatever you want to cancel. It can be something... Extremely controversial or extremely benign. We've done dentists. We've done dentists. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You should listen to the episode where we just completely rip the bayonet episode. I think it was where I just we just went entirely off on. No, was it bayonet? I don't remember. But um, yeah. dentists, laser laser tag podcasts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, people people named Thackeray. People named Thackeray. A very narrow cast there, but I mean, like, there's like eight people that we just went off on. Uh, uh, people who put milk in their in their cereal first before mm-hmm. the before the oh, the, I hate those crunchy people. parts. I yeah, fuck that. those people. Thank you. Um, we'll see how I'm feeling. Oh. You know, we gotta as we go through this episode, we'll see how I'm feeling, and if I, if I want to cancel somebody, we can just hop on, just pile on. We yeah, cancel Tom Brady. I heard he's coming back. Again. Tom Brady? Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Again? I thought, yeah, hasn't he retired like four times? Yeah. Oh, so this is another thing. Matt, We ha- none of us are into sports except for uh, Steve and Zach. Oh, so you too will bad have Zach's to not here. Yeah, we could have well, been the greater number finally. <laughs> no, yeah. No, the I sports made sure gamers could have risen up finally. <laughs> yeah, I was very intentional about <laughs> Yeah, you're sure like, that. Zach, it's your turn to sit out, okay? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't think you can ever get enough enough people, though, to like outweigh Figgy's frantic screaming when sports start. It's talk, yeah. Sports talk starts. It's, That's um, true. Yeah. It just um, happens. But it, when the pee break happens, you will have to pick up Zach Slack. Zach Slack about talking about sports. I'll, I'll you, try I, my I, yeah, I'll try my best. Okay, yeah. Um <laughs> I mean there's you don't have to do it, you just have to talk about sports in a casual way and it is very makes me very angry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um you are you uh, are you that's, okay? That's who we're canceling. Think, we're just canceling I'm, Zach. <laughs> I'm as good as it's gonna canceling get now. Zach. So, yeah, you're good. Okay. Um, you look good and you sound good. You smell oh, good. Thank you. That's sweet of you. Is that a Gears of War hat? Uh, no, it's it's oh, Death Race. Never mind. Oh, never mind. Way cooler. <laughs> what is Death Race? A shitty old uh, action movie with Jason oh. Statham. Oh wow! <laughs> you bought the hat. <laughs> well, you it's bought a, the limited it's, it's time a, it's commemorative a set hat. So, oh, that's right. You worked. I'm curious yeah. to work on movies. Oh, he's, he's all Hollywood. I didn't go out and choose to buy a Death Race hat. <laughs> <It's not> <laughs> <me>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said set hat, and I didn't realize you were. So I this thought you had like a whole a set, set of El Toro. There you go. From yeah, true memoir. You thought he had bought the whole death race. Yeah, I thought you bought like a matching death to... race outfit. <laughs> death race undies, death race shirts, mm-hmm. death race assless chaps. Um, the whole from top to from from toe to tip. Um, excellent. Uh, okay. Um, does anybody have anything they want? So Matt, I don't know. We also typically discuss just have a little bit of like warm up at the beginning where we kind of like chat a little bit. Our recordings go very long, Matt. Again, I hope you set I hope aside you prepared him your for entire that. night. 
I hope you're, you've set aside your entire night and probably into tomorrow's work day as well. Oh, for recording. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was, I was trying to find like a median, like an average or something of, of all the recorded episodes. And, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, it's fine, average. Uh, yeah, honey, you're gonna have to ask somebody else for a ride home tonight. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Look, we, if you're we, not, we, we tried to get better though. We're trying. True. We try. No, we we fail every time. I'm here for it. I'm here <laughs> if, for it. <laughs> if you're not willing to let your kid like sleep overnight at their soccer practice location for our podcast, then honestly, I don't even want you <laughs> on our show. Like, I, sleep if, in the net. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anybody see anything? Do anything fun recently? Anybody have anything they want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Anything happen on their streams? Anything happen in their their second family's lives anybody anything at all it's okay no one has if no one has anything to discuss i tried um lucky charms with pepsi bringing that pepsi okay. back that was pretty good so actually now, better than yeah, better than lucky charms and milk rob you got to stop going down this path you're going these things <laughs> you put late. in your body it's, it's, it's too against late. god it's against creation you can't do this <laughs> It's 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 medically not advisable. Oh, um, it, was, it did not feel good the next day. I felt like more hungover than I feel most of the time when I drink. Um, yeah, but it black, was pretty good tarry, going down. That's just black like, tarry and rainbow stools mm-hmm. is the anyway. That's nasty. I'll probably take that out. But uh, that's, God, to your lord. Um, so, so is, is, is did you? After that's just a lot of sugar. It was it's a, a lot, ton yeah. of sugar. It's a ton of sugar, <laughs> especially because <laughs> I've been on a like fairly strict diet in terms of what I'm eating. So like, yeah. I'm not eating nearly as much sugar as I was um, for like so months when, now. So um, when you partook mm-hmm. of the Lucky Charm Pepsi um, aberration, did you did was it like did your eyes like widen like you know like a like like in uh like the drug as if you were in partaking of you know harder substances was it just like did your brain just short circuit was it (laughs) like how intense was the experience for you that was just like this is good i made a little uh like tiktok the video of it and i don't know you need to have fun with the recruit rob have you heard of yes Yes. ending do you know it's fine i don't know (laughs) my brain exploded out of my eyes and um then i kept streaming for another seven hours so Wow. wow. Devoted. Yeah, that's right. Good Just, for you. Good for you. I don't know if you were able to get yeah. through it if you didn't have that concoction. So That could exactly. be the new that's energy true. drink. Watch out, right? Prime. It, We're coming for it you. Is the new, it is that's the like new early form, like Four Loco. True. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, they call it Lucky Harm, and it's just you just cr- you just crunch up all the cereal into a powder, and then just um, and then like like Breaking Bad style, you just like emulsify it into into a finer and finer concentration, and then you just Lucky put that Harm straight- has a really good ring to it. <laughs> Lucky it really Harms, that's a T-shirt. Yeah, Lucky Harms. It is a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah really make it into a T-shirt. Make it into a t-shirt, make it into a product, make it into an entire brand of the Lucky Harm. We can rename the podcast Lucky Harms. Um, (laughs) Serial podcast. Serial podcast. It's trending in that direction, let's be honest. (laughs) Um, Like The amount of time serial comes up as a topic on this podcast, it's pretty much the only... 
thing people tune in for anymore. They don't care about the they don't care about the games. They don't it's care about the banjo. It's usually a the topic hottest. of contention as well. <laughs> it's true. That it it is. It is. The time has come, everybody. Gird your loins. I have to pee. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> I pee break. Pee break and then we'll finish it. The classic. <clears throat> He couldn't wait 20 more minutes. I can't hear you. You're probably saying something <laughs> hilarious, but I can't hear you. Bye. <laughs> I was going to get water, but I don't even need that at this point. <laughs> well, I might as well. Ooh, hello, hello. Good timing, everyone. That was fun to watch. I know you guys all just walked in at the same time, but that was really fun to watch. <laughs> we're all on a phone call. Like when you guys yeah, walk, we're all in on the, the same sink. We're used to this every time we record. We just <laughs> mechanically know. Say <laughs> so when 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 men podcast together long enough, their pee cycles start to synchronize. So that's um... <laughs> uh, totally hundred percent. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? No. Oh, like, nothing. Oh, nothing. Tell Don't no worry about it. Are, are, are you are you are you filling Zax's shoes? Are you talking? Yeah, about? sure. Sure. Wait, what are you? Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's gonna drive him crazy. He's not gonna sleep tonight. He's <laughs> gonna wait, edit this I whole off the thing bathroom. by tomorrow. Wait, hold on. Just First of all, screw out. you guys. Second of all, I forgot to turn off my bathroom fan. One second. All right. Oh, my goodness. The unprofessionalism. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, I, yes. <coughs> so what, two and a half hours? We'll yeah. get this under three. That's really good for us. <laughs> yeah, we're doing good tonight. Doing oh yeah, time about time yeah yeah great yeah we are we're doing believe it or not this is good time. <laughs> um, uh, I thank you. I thank you. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, thank you for what getting it done quickly. For no, I just misery? yeah, it's no. This is I mean I'm having a blast, but okay, good, yeah, good. four hours. Is I a know. Lot. <laughs> no, yep. I know. Yeah, we we it's we try to we try every time, but. It's just because everyone has so much to say. I could just start shutting people up like, no, you're done. We, we get one of those things that they have on. What's that that like contest show where the judges can like vote people off? So just yeah. like everyone has the button and just if someone's talking too long, if like two people vote them off, then they got to stop. Like you start making a point about the, yeah. about like mm-hmm. the, the visuals and then like you see an X pop up, you're like, oh, fuck up. Yeah. And then, but, <laughs> you guys, well, you guys probably don't watch it. Maybe Matt does Around the Horn, how they have the mute button. They can mute the horn, yep. other yeah. people oh, for talking too long. There's a point system. Oh, it's great. I do yeah. it on Zoom all the time. Oh, that would be so fun. Wouldn't it be fun? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be very abusable very fast. Yeah, true. Figgy's in charge of the points and he can view other yeah. people too. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm in charge. In that case, it's a great system. Yes. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs>